<laughs> yes, please. Record, please, sir. Okay, so last game, we've all decided to find some books in the old ar archives. Some of you found what you were looking for, some of you didn't, and Steam went on a nice little field trip two <laughs> months away to learn more about the weed from Esteem. Yeah. All it's while Vi was kind of holding Esteem's hand throughout the whole thing. Eventually Esteem passed his initiation test by more or less getting them home again at the exact point they left. Ash decided to take a nap. <laughs> yep. Which also leads me to any backstory information that I have given on Ash at the moment is now going to be retconned and is non-canon. Oh. Okay, interesting. But I haven't worked out what I'm going to do with any of that yet. Okay, I have no problem. Time. Wipe it from the mind. So if you have notes, screw up that bit of paper and throw it at the wall in frustration. <laughs> um, well, I... In regards to that, then, is he still from the past, at least? Um, the only thing that is still going to maintain canon because I can't find a way to Google it is how Ash met the party. Okay, that's fine. But there may not be any time-wide stuff involved. Just another so portal thrower, so even more yeah. like Lycar. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. He just, he just got tossed from somewhere, pretty much, just like, here. <laughs> Uh, after some of you took some naps, read some books, made a book court, smooched in the book court, no one specific. <laughs> Not at all. No. No. About fucking time. <laughs> you don't get to decide that, so bust off and take your watch and stick it up your ass. Ooh, I like watch. Ew. Um, when Esteem and I got back, you all set yourselves up in a sort of meeting room mm -hmm. with a nice table set out which was probably used by Orion's ancestor for these sort of things. Uh, even though it's underground there is a glass window or a few of them to the side that sort of projects different environments depending on the mood. And at the moment it's sort of projecting a coastal seaside overlook out to the sea. Interesting. Okay. I too am also tweaking my background as we go, so... <laughs> but that is basically where we left off last game. Yeah. But, I'm but... going to start off with Azur. Ooh, ooh, okay. So, your mentor, Vespertine, you have left for quite a while, and you have travelled from Academia taken the train all the way across into the Drakaran lands. You have now made its way safely through the Drakaran lands and through some of the elven forests. Okay. And what Vespertina sent you out to look for was anything currently related to Vespertine's research. And he's sent you off to either find a place called the Argent Archives or the Library of Orcas. But because 
the information that we both were able to get, the Library of Orchids is situated very far south. So from the map that you currently have, it would be the exact same as the world map that the party would have. Um, except the only bit that's missing from these maps is this bit here. They deliberately don't document that in the maps. It's just like one blank thing. Okay. Um, what was the other place that I was looking for? The Argent Archives. So okay. the Library of Orchids would have been, you would have had to cross into this desert area and then go south into the territory of the Ruby Empire. And the Ruby Empire has been around for nearly as long as the oldest free kingdom, which was the Kingdom of the Kimoni, who are a type of race of humanoids that either have cat ears, dog ears, and tails, dragon ears, so on and so forth, but they retain more of a human form. These people were wiped out during the Calamity by this timeline, 1,718 years ago, which then reset the calendar mark from when they were wiped out to what the current calendar is, which I can't find in my notes what I put that down to. Because the old calendar was the Royal Kimino. Kimino. No, I can't fucking say it now. Like Keminoan, but Kimino something or other. I kind of completely complicated that to my own brain. Thanks. So you've decided to look for the Argent Archives instead. And this has led you into the land where the ruins of the city of Ashen Way are. You've managed to search around these ruins and ended up wandering into the what used to be a forested area where there's only one building that seems intact. You've approached this building and its front door and there was no way in. Make me an arcana check. Okay. Oh, shit, that's just for you? Did you get that? <laughs> yeah, I got that. Um, if you want to <laughs> change your sheets like normal rolls and to the party as well. Yeah, um, yeah I just we didn't realise it was on GM. <laughs> that's fine. Everyone does that when they join. So, with a 20, it's very easy to determine that the front door is linked specifically to a family member by ties of blood. Family member of mine? No, a family member who owns the archive. Okay. okay. And it's not really a field that you're an expert in. Blood magic is a very taboo thing. And there are very good reasons that people don't use blood in magic. Not even like a drop of blood. So you've managed to work your way around, sort of searching for either a back door, which 
there isn't one weird. But you do find a slight cave off in this dead wasteland. Make me a great wisdom. Wisdom, just a wisdom. Yeah. Bro. No, it's not a high difficulty. So with a 10, you're a bit apprehensive about going into a cave that's in a land that's been blighted by the Calamity. But you're pretty brave. You're ballsy. You venture into this cave and you skulk around a bit. You do manage to uh, maybe a survival check. Oh, shit. It does get darker and darker, but you have some either spells or utensils that you can light your way pretty well. Uh, you do. Um, I'd probably. I have. I have dark vision. Um, I think. Ah, good. That's even better. E either way, if you were going to use a spell, it would have been a free thing. So, because this is just for your intro. Um. You get a an odd sense that maybe you're going deeper underground. Oh, and also, side note to other players, please check the Inspiration channel for those that might have earned Inspiration. Wink, wink, nudge. Happy Hunger. Um, eventually you come... Everything looks cavey. Dirt, cavey. Nice and cavey, but you do come across a patch of wall. And you investigate this wall and have a feeling that maybe this wall can get you into where you were trying to get into in the first place. And for the moment, we'll jump to the party that are currently inside. So. For the rest of you, you've basically sat sat down to start this meeting. Yeah. And you've got Esteem next to Orion. You've got Orion, then I think it was Riot and Lycar. Mm-hmm. And Lavender's on the other side of Esteem. Yeah. And uh, what was Ash saying? That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> Somewhere off sleeping after not finding any picture books. <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't save the room layout on my brain. That is completely fine. There wasn't much of a real description of the room layout other than what I just gave you. It's a pretty basic room. There's just there's bookshelves full of books just to make the place look pretty. It, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they're blank. Hey. Uh, nice <laughs> big oak table, tons of chairs. Vi's currently sitting on a lonesome because no one would sit next to her. Oh no! <laughs> She's probably sat at the kids' table. <laughs> Ash has just sat on this tiny little stump with 
very old coloring pictures. Most of them are already covered. Oh, why? Why these diplomats brought their kids to work? God only knows. <laughs> it was in the middle of a war, and they were like, you know what? I'm gonna take little Sally with me to this really awkward Sally. library. It's take your kids to work there. Yep. Now you you have a seat at the grown-up table, Ash. You're, oh, a, nice. you're a big boy now. You make world-changing decisions. Yeah. Oh, nice. I love it when I do that. You I'm scared. Get people killed. <laughs> nice. I'm scared. <laughs> Should we really be trusted with that? Who knows? Should any of us? That's what I wonder. <laughs> Wait until this realization hits Jericho, he's gonna be sweating bullets. Yeah. His fault for not raising his daughter. Exactly, that's very true. He didn't know. Should've looked harder, bitch! <laughs> well, she he should've set down the hill! Yes! He was in a rage, he wanted to go murder. What? So yeah, murder is more important than your daughter? <laughs> yeah! That makes it even worse! I mean, he just lost his child and his wife. He's going ham. Again, I murder more important than potentially your daughter surviving. You never know. <laughs> Rude. Blind rage. He doesn't want to check check for, for life when you're own focused on destruction. I break things. I don't save them. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what stupid ah. I mean, he is Okay, now we know we're right. It's we're it. getting distracted. So there were, I think we set up like Kaz. You were gonna lead the meeting first because you had yeah, questions because, for Vi. Well, I not only because I have questions for Vi, but because a lot of what Orion needs to mention only Hikari has heard, and he's been meaning to say this to the group for a while. And it does pertain to certain people that they may or may not run into, and that someone he's going to be at some point looking for, so it's better to get it out now while they have time, rather than when the world is falling down around their ears. Okay, she also does have a few books with her that she was glossing over before everything. everyone sat down. What, Vi? Yeah, Vi picked up a few books before finding the group. Okay. Is she reading them now, or is she just... Or she, is she paying attention? She's waiting for everyone to get settled first, and then when it starts, okay. she'll... Okay. Well, in that case, then, Orion's... Because he knows how little time they may have, and plus he doesn't want to spend too much time in here, because he still has that innate fear in him that we may step out the doors and be ten years in the future again. So, um... Oh, Orion would just... Ten. Okay, sir! You know what I mean! Fuck off! God damn it! Um, so Orion just takes a deep steadying breath and is like, okay, I'm not gonna try to take up too much time with this, but, uh, I'll give you the summarized version because basically it's more so that we know any potential enemies that could be coming for us. I'm not going to pretend that there isn't some. And while for all pretense and purposes at this current moment, my mother seems to be 
no longer alive. I also know that some people have a tendency to come back, like William, for example. So, better to be safe than sorry. And uh, it also, part of it pertains to my brother, who I'm going to have to definitely find sometime, sometime soon. Time is of the essence on that note. So, long story short, uh, myself and my brother, well, my brother was initially female, born female, but they soon realized that that was not the body they belonged in. Unfortunately for us, we were raised by our parents who were more concerned about being perfect and without flaw in everyone's eyes and their own even, to a, to a certain extent, that I realized upon realization of this that they wouldn't take it well, along with my being, for lack of a better term, not interested in women. So, but we carried on with our existence. I helped my brother in any way I could to feel more like himself when our parents weren't around. And Nayari, the girl I want to get back to and help and that esteem has managed to help in many ways so far. Well, we've known her since she was since she was 13 years old and she came to our town to the orphanage because she had her, her adoptive mother had basically lost her life to a to a terminal illness and we soon became friends after that and just things happened from there on in and eventually I realized with my parents that they had certain mechanizations in plan for both me and my brother. Honestly, if they'd had only mechanizations in plan for me, I would have probably have stayed. But it was the fact that I knew that they were intending on... Well, it soon came out anyway. Uh, I, I ended up seeking help from a rogue, which is where I ironically learned my skills from, uh, called Lucian. He... I'm going to need to tell you about him because he may be a problem at some point. He hasn't been for the last, well, initially four years and then the plus ten years after we originally came out of this place. That's a whole thing. Um, hopefully it won't happen a second time. But uh, I initially saw... Cass, I think you died. Out. We lost the cast. Yeah, we lost hmm? the cast. There, uh -oh. there's the cast. Oh, hello, hi. Sorry, where did I? Where did you lose me? Um, hopefully that won't happen again. But I'm just kind of ah. bed. Oh, okay. I don't know where that ended then. Oh my god, my brain. <laughs> uh, did I say the part about Lucian? Yeah, yeah. you just thank mentioned you. Lucian. Okay, thank you. Um, 
I sought out his help in order to get me and my brother out of town. I knew trying to get him out on my own was not a possibility and I wasn't about to involve Nayari into it because if she got involved, she'd have to come with us. And I'd done everything in my power to help her find hope with the clerics, with the church. And I didn't want to take that away from her. So I knew I needed help. I sought him out as a reputable, well, not reputable, but, you know, somebody who would do anything for money. And unfortunately, I didn't plan for a lot of things. I was young. I was stupid. And inadvertently ended up, among other things, falling in love with him, if not in other things, he says with a bit of a disgusted tone. But, and it all came out in the end, that one day me and my brother came home, and there Lucian was, sitting at the dinner table with my parents. Came out that he had been hired by my parents to not just figure out what my plans were, but also figure out if I had any deviancy in me. And I knew then and there that... If I didn't do something, if I didn't leave, if I didn't barter, they would probably end up locking me up. Because if I if I thought for any moment that they would throw me out into the wilderness, I probably would have stayed. But they can't have their mistakes being traced back to them. And being locked up is one thing, but having them basically acknowledge that my brother, but in their eyes was still my sister, would be the next heir, well, would produce the next heir of the Argent line for the Bloodhunter line. It was pretty much then in that moment I knew I couldn't reason with them. Even Lucian, of all people, tried to say what I was offering them was a good barter by promising to take on their family name and be the son they've always wanted and not be a deviant and so on, but they didn't take it. And my brother, out of nowhere, which I'd never really expected, cast magic. And I'd always noticed that he had a marking on the side of his neck, but I never knew what it was. Now I'm starting to feel like I have an inkling of what that may be. But... I, he'd never, in my, at least in my knowledge, been able to cast magic before, and he looked pretty surprised, so... And turns out, as Jericho pointed out, he's basically, what, a carrier of this sort of dragon mark and magic, and the first Calamity pretty much wants that, and that's not good, and that's why I need to get to him and figure out what to do about that, which I am going to need to ask you a couple of things about that by, but we can do that after I'm done. Um, so, basically, long story short, we left. I made sure to separate myself from my brother. Nayari ended up actually coming to our rescue and getting us out of town. And inadvertently, she then ended up becoming part of the plan, and she promised to take my brother somewhere safe, and she did. 
and I went in the opposite direction, hoping to kind of keep my parents' gaze on me. Which, actually, as it turns out, didn't do much good at all. So, nice to know all my effort was for nothing, but at least they didn't find my brother or Nayari, at least not up until a certain point. And hopefully no one at this point knows where he is, at least not exactly where. But as far as we know up until this point, Jericho has killed my mother. He basically beheaded her somewhat in front of me and showed me her head, but I'm not sure if I've ever really fully believed that she's fully dead. I don't know what's become of my father, if he is if he was just her pawn, or if he's going to become a problem in the future, or if he's even alive still. And we also maybe, I doubt it. Lucian visited me about a year after I left in the middle of the night and gave me a warning, among other things, he says as he taps his blinded eye. And said that he was no longer involved and hadn't been working for my parents since his mission was done with them. Haven't seen him since, but I felt the need to mention it just in case. And I just needed you all to know what he looks like just in case for any reason if we ever get separated or you happen to run into him when we're just momentarily apart for some reason because he is he may not know who you are what you mean to me but he's dangerous very much so and the same with my mother and my father and he will give a description i don't actually have any pictures of his mother or father unfortunately but as me and aj have kind of figured out his mother kind of sort of looks like um oh god what's that character from castlevania help me uh tall white-haired vampire lady i can't remember her name for the life of me carmella thank you her looks like her and basically i always pictured his father kind of looking like a human version of well silas briarwood from critical role was human at least at first but sort of like in that sort of ar aristocratic kind of features um but yeah, something like that. Uh, maybe slimmer, though. Um, and he describes a very tall, as for Lucian, he describes a very tall, long hair, white, white, long hair, drow that does look, has piercing blue eyes and does look quite intimidating, etc. And then he proceeds on and basically says, as for... Well, you all know, you most of you have met Nayari at this point, and we do need to find a way back to her, or get her to where she needs to be somehow. But the majority of the reason why I mentioned my brother is because while you have the information of him from Jericho, you don't know what he looks like. And while words can do a lot, a picture pretty much says a thousand words. And he basically takes the locket out of his uh, vest pocket and opens it up 
and and as he slowly opens it up on one side of the locket is a picture of Nayari that pretty much most of you except for Ash because he, he wasn't there at the time uh, recognizes Nayari and then the other side is his brother Sirius so he purposely shows you all for quite some time so you have it sort of memorized in your head as to what he looks like and then he kind of tucks it away again and then says I show you so that if for any reason I don't survive to find him to get him to safety to protect him I'm not asking you to promise me that you'll protect him in my stead or get him to safety but just if you have that inclination, if you if you want to carry on my mission, I would very much appreciate it. But I'm not expecting it of any of you. I just, I need to put it out there so at least I know in my soul that if something bad happens and I don't survive, that maybe he'll still have a chance of being okay. So... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my side of things, and uh, I just wanted to ask Vi a few things about this, and then we can honestly happily move on to Esteem, because I'm rather curious about everything that happened, and it does seem very important, so. And then he turns to look at Vi, and is like, So, as for what I wanted to ask you, Jericho said that not only the first calamity, but he himself are going after my brother for their own separate reasons. Is there a way to remove the power that my brother has that is the reason why the first calamity wants him and why Jericho wants to kill him? Is there a way of removing it without killing him? It's hard to tell. From what I understand, that the mark is a portion of the first calamity's power. But as it is seen, as I said when I saw you all again, first calamity is a bit of an enigma to everything. Mm. I don't know if using the weave would help or hinder. But is there at least a chance that it might potentially work, even if there's only like a 1% chance? I'm not going to give you false hope, Orion. I don't even know if there is something like that in this situation or not. Well, let me put it this way. I would rather try to remove it from him and him potentially perish from it rather than have it be continue to be in him and then be eventually found by the first calamity because if I'm being honest there is a more evil option then the more evil option is having the first calamity find him if Jericho of all people sort of in his own way shuddered at the thought of what the first calamity would do to him 
through being able to connect with him to that power. I don't want my brother going through that. And I don't want him losing his life either. I would rather it be me, but I'm not the one with those powers. I and I can't transfer it to me. Or at least I, it doesn't sound like I can. It's, that's not how transference of powers work. If it was a but, curse, it'd be a bit different. Yeah. But to house a being with that much power, it's a completely different ballgame. Right, but it doesn't change the fact that I do need to find him before either Jericho or the First Calamity do, and I need to get him to safety. That hasn't that hasn't changed. So, and I sort of know where he is. I don't suppose you have a more direct pinpoint on him. Well, if you remember, I'm the one that put the runes up around where yes, he's I do. So, so you know exactly then. Yeah, I know exactly where he is. The fact that the first calamity has turned around and said they can't find him, that where they are is the most safest for them. I know. I'm just... I'm not sure if Jericho was play-acting at the notion of being able to find him. But while it does reassure me that the First Calamity still can't, it doesn't mean that he won't eventually be able to. And it doesn't mean that Jericho won't be able to, and I'm not letting Jericho kill my brother. I understand what you mean, Arai. But I also wouldn't be too hasty to run to your brother's side either. I know, I'm not either. I... I'm conflicted because I just keep hearing Jericho's voice in my head telling me that I better be quick. But I know that was partially him deliberately pushing me, maybe to get me to guide him to where he is. I, but I can't help but I can't just... <sighs> he's not the sort of person that would use such trickery. It's too dishonest. You say that, but I wouldn't put it past him. Well, from what I know of the Calamity, as in Jericho, he only deals in truths. That's why if someone is caught in a lie, he often punishes or kills them. Mm, yeah, I know that firsthand. But it also works in deceit as well. He won't mm -hmm. deceive someone. He's no, a very but every... strange mm -hmm. incarnation of what he is. Hmm. But I still believe in the fact that everybody's capable of it. Even if they're not made to be like that. But I understand not running directly to my brother's side, but I still I still needed you as well to hear it, because like I said, if anything ever does happen to me, I just want to know in my soul that he's in some way going to be okay. And while I trust in your barrier that you put up, while I trust in it, I just 
I have to question how long can I trust in it before it does get broken broken down. The problem with that is he, he would first have to detect the barrier. Hmm. The drawback from that would be once he sniffs out there's something trying to hide itself from him, it gives away its location. As for could he get through it, it again, it depends on what power he has now. It, he might have to take a long time to try and break through, he might not be able to break through, just sneeze on it and it shatters. Honestly, I'm more betting on the latter than anything. The other I think the only is that until it breaks, I won't know that it's broken. That's what I gathered. There's no pre-warning system attached to these things. Well, in that case, that leads me up to a second question that may pertain to this as well. Is there any way you can get me back to Nayari so I can get her the help she needs, or if not me to her, her to where she needs to go? Um, I think I'll say no to this one. Not even if I promise you anything you might want from me or I may owe you something? No, I think this would be a good learning experience for Steam. Orion blinks at that and kind of like eyes a steam from the corner of his eyes a little bit. You mean his... the powers you taught him, the weave stuff? It's in the same vein of what Steve did to get back. Okay. And Next. it's not something that you can do whenever you feel like for mm -hmm. a while. But it's better to hit the ground running and just get used to the feeling of doing these things rather than stagnating to it. Alright, in that case that's going to have to be something me and Esteem can talk about later. He gives us a little bit of a soft smile towards Esteem. And then it's like... I was going to ask you something out of pure curiosity, but... Um... Honestly, it's not really that important anymore. But there is one more important thing. We know that Hikari and Tsunaki are at Pan are in Pandemonium. And Ryef managed to find the information of how to get in and out alive, which seems to be only if you're already dead or undead. Do you know if that's actually the case? That would is the case, yes. Can yeah. you get it? Can you get in there without having to pertain into any of those rules? It's on a timer basis until I fall to the effect and it's five minutes at best. It's kind of like a place between life and death. Life can't sustain in it, yet death can't pass through. So both Hikari and Sue at this point could potentially be dead, okay? Well... Or rather, in between. Sue is a celestial, so he doesn't really count mm. in the terms of living or dead. Deities play on a different rule book. Mm. And Hikari? I know for a fact she's alive. I can't tell you more than that. 
I don't care about how or why she's still alive. I just care that she's still alive. But I just don't know how to get her out of there without doing something extremely drastic. But when you talk, when you when it says only the dead or the undead can go inside. In terms of the undead, do vampires count? I wouldn't know. For what your family became, they were a curse brought on by blood magic. They're not true vampires, though your great-grandfather would like to believe he is, or have some vain notion of his plan, experiment, whatever it was, didn't fall through. It's more of a pat on the back, so to speak, to a crying child. The last so, pure vampire, I would say, would be Noctis. That's when Orion kind of frowns a little bit, and he's just like, isn't Noctis technically Tsunaki? Tsunaki was born a vampire, but when he was killed looking for Hikari by the Calamity, mm. the Calamity kept one part of Tsunaki and the dragons of light and dark took the other part. But they classed it as something that they didn't really care all much about. It wasn't a loss to Sue or their plan. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even realize that they were essentially two separate entities at this point. It's like if you gave the yin and yang symbol legs and told it to split. Mm. Well, you'd have no idea where to start with finding Noctis, so... I mean, he's currently somebody's imaginary friend, apparently. Orion raises an eyebrow at that, and this is like... She that's... looks at Ryan. <laughs> Ryan very obviously just starts fake coughing. Orion raises his eye, continues to raise the eyebrow, and looks at Riot, and is like, Raya? Did you forget? Forget what? She just stares at him, like as if he's, like, like as if he's just not, as if he's telling her the sky is pink. Rye, one, two things. You never said you had an imaginary friend, those words were not used, and the only thing you've ever told us about... Actually, no wait, hang on, you haven't- no, hang on, this is a this is me now as a player going, you haven't said anything about that to us. I thought she did. No, because when that little imaginary friend popped up in the mirror in the when we went to the future, you said nothing to us. Oh, she did say like she was seeing someone, though, back when they were with the kids, I think? Mm -hmm. That's what that I'm thinking of. That's fair, but that to that to Orion does not equate friend. So uh. he, he kind of points out he points out like, like you never use the term friend, but also do you mean? Wait, do you mean that person that was that you saw in the forest? Yes, I don't know if he's still with us though. Wait, Noctis was the one that you saw in the forest that was being all creepy. Now that I think about it, probably. Oh, great. That says a lot of good things. 
Is he still here then? She starts <laughs> looking around. Uh, Ryef, like the first time, I can't see him. I mean, you can ask the others, but I wasn't able to the first time. I can't see anything now, and I honestly didn't expect it to be Noctis. I was half expecting it. The reason I put it out of my mind was because I was so sure it was your. It was. I was so sure it was the calamity, who then turned out to be well, Jericho. So I kind of thought that mystery had been solved, but now knowing that it's Noctis, honestly, I'm not sure if that's more off-putting or not. Well, if we don't send him into pandemonium, or if that doesn't work, I'll throw him into a volcano, and we won't have to worry about him anymore. Um, that's not great because I actually might need him in that regard. And it'll um, just turn into okay. smoke that's flying later, so yeah, that's rude. Vampires, Well, hang on. In They're that, very rude. In that case, I know it's a. This is a terrible idea. Please, don't judge me for saying this. But if if he can become corporeal, or if he's, I don't know how this works, and why he's talking in your head and uh, still being very creepy. Don't tell but, me you're suggesting we're sending in a living dead. No, no. I mean, that is, honestly, that is the first idea I had, which was to send him in. I mean, he is part of Sanaki, but I'm not sure in that case if I really trust that part. But he may also be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Da -da 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 -da. So that pertains to a question from Vat to Vaya again. You say that he's the only pure-blood vampire. If he, or rather Danfear, if he bit someone else, would they? Would that be enough for them to go into pandemonium, or would it have to be pure, pure blood? It would have to be... If he wanted to sire, mm -hmm. it would have to be a mutual choice between the two. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, we know he's not going to agree to it with me, so... I can beat him up and get him to. You mean get him to go she, through? She pulls up his her fist. Yes. And if he still says no? I'll find a way. <sighs> well, I was kind of banking on the idea of originally having a vampire bite me. I mean, why the fuck We're not, not doing at this that. point? My whole fucking race is vampires at this point. What, di what difference does it make? She's gonna throw the nearest object at him. Yeah! I would honestly recommend against that route, Orion. I was just continuously throwing the nearest objects at him. Get, get dotted. <laughs> make sure Rai can get any of his things. <laughs> It's a good idea. If I just picks up her teacup and it's like, no. I want this. Get Orion, away. Orion looks at Vi and it's just like, what, for reasons other than it's foolhardy and stupid? Which, yes, I know it is. It would be likely that Sue would wipe you off the face of this earth. There is a reason pure vampires don't exist anymore. Right. 
And I don't suppose he'd make an exception for a friend. No. That was sarcastic. Yeah, I gathered. Well, that's ideas out then. So the only idea we have to get Hikari and Sanaki out of their prison, essentially, is find Noctis or other find a way to communicate with him, I guess, at this point, and get him to go through. Well, about that, we've barely even had time to search for any other alternatives. We've been here, what, a couple of hours? Yeah, and Vi's pretty much agreed with the fact that the only way to go through is if you're dead or undead. So, who here accepted a cup of tea from Hubert before this meeting started? I think we all did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I think Lavender did. I know Orion did. I don't think he's drank much of it because he's been talking, but I think he maybe took like an initial sip or something before starting. Yeah, Ash Rises drank it and then be. spat it out. <laughs> Blasphemy. And he drank it and then went into the future for two months, so I don't know if it counts. Oh no, it was before we started the meeting, because he came, he came along before the meeting, I think. Oh, did he? Okay, I was yeah. thinking of earlier when we first arrived. Okay. Oh, yeah, he made yeah, sure you all got refreshments. Okay. In that case, yeah. What were you going to say, Walker? If we're going to go with the living dead thing, why don't we just then... Isn't there then a means to then literally stop time for a person? Then they are neither alive nor dead because they are just there, but they're moving. Well, we'll come back to that suggestion in a minute, but could everyone roll me a perception check who had a cup of tea? Okay. Can I... Can I use my passive perception? No, this is a perception check. God damn it. There's a reason it's a check. <laughs> oh shit, wait, we haven't, we haven't slept, have we? No, we haven't. No. We've only been steam. here a couple of hours. I oh, slept. God damn it. No, I don't see you slept. There is also a reason why someone has shouted at someone else that we haven't gotten to relax. Okay, leave me alone. No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> So wait, we have to roll with disadvantage, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me that's, let me reroll. That's, that's half of the course for Orion, to be honest. Let's I forgot it. about that. Oh, well, fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> for the podcast, I rolled an eight and a four, and she rolled a twenty-five and a twenty-two. Okay, so. Steam, you rolled an 11. Mm -hmm. Riot, 22. Lavender, a 9. So, for Lavender, Orion... Orion, you're way too focused on the conversation at hand with Vi. Oh, oh yeah, that makes total sense as well. So. Lavender, you're just trying to make sure you're retaining everything and you are f making sure you're giving everything your full attention at this table. Okay. Um, I don't know why there's a 15 for a steam also popped up there. Oh, that was because you said roll at disadvantage, so I rolled again. Um, oh no, you don't need to because um, you, you You've rested, you're fine. Oh, okay. You, you got two months of rest. Yes, just hit my first roll, which was still an 11. Okay. So, ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. I okay. just so. as fuck. So, so 
so so so. So going back to Azur. How are you gonna get past this wall? Well he's been thinking about it. Um part of him's like maybe I should just blow it up. <laughs> but he's uh he's not gonna damage anything inside. It's quite um he doesn't wanna let a piece of like I guess such a well kept piece of history got destroyed. Um His current idea is to try and dimension door through the wall. I think you need to be able to have a point where you can see where you're going for You have to see door. where you're going for dimension door? Oh, shit. I don't There's think you do. I think, I think with dimension door, you can take the risk of teleporting without knowing where you're going, but if you land in something, you'll take force damage, I believe. Ah, um. uh, you can stay at distance, so I could... Um, yeah. I'm trying to pull it up so I can read it. It's in the it's in the chat. <laughs> if I scroll down further, then yeah, I would have caught up to that. I accidentally <coughs> put it in there. But go off. Yeah, it's a place you can see one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating distance and direction. So I think you could state however many feet inside the building. But if you arrive in a spot that's occupied by something else already, you take 4d6 force damage, and the spell fails to teleport you. I'm gonna go one foot and get stuck literally inside the wall. I don't feel so good, <laughs> Mr. Stark. <laughs> You're gonna clip through the wall, just like... <clears throat> to be fair, I died in the game of Warzone at one point, where I clipped through the wall, and Jake just was at the other side, took a picture of it, and I captured it. I don't feel so good anymore, Mr. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a thing that's actually happened. Um, so yeah, how how many feet do you want to go? Please don't so say one, two, all, three, gonna, or four. He's gonna knock on the wall, sort of try and guess how hot it's like, see how thin it is. It's a pretty thick, solid wall. This thing was built for sleepers. Yeah, so the, he would assume. Thicker than five feet, you know. It's not going to be like I will go two feet, you know. Um, make a survival check. As you know, it's one of his key skills, survival. That's what else. Oh yeah, about. you got nineteen, so this is a pretty key skill for you. Um, so you can determine that this type of wall and. From your travels with Vespertine, you have seen some very gnarly old ruins anyway. And for something that's this underground, it's to keep a lot of things out. So you can estimate that a good 10 feet of thickness is there. But anywhere over 10 feet, you're probably pretty good. But it depends what's inside the wall. Or the other half. He's gonna sort of start doing some calculations to himself. Like, if there's a. Should consider if there's a desk on the other side of the wall, there's a bookshelf. Oh. And then he's gonna cast a spell and go. 
Um, at a 45 degree angle, 30 feet straight, like in front of him. Okay, so you cast Dimension Door and you go 30 feet forward. And you're in a room. Your butt just lands on the desk. And there were, you're correct, there was a bookshelf. And what you can describe as something hovering above a reading chair, a very comfy reading chair, is a large beholder that has one lens as a set of glasses, a saucer of tea and one tentacle, and about 26 open books in other tentacles. And it's wearing a face mask. As in like a, a theatrical face mask or a COVID face mask? No, it's wearing one of those body spa face masks. Oh, okay. And it just, it's giant eyeball. First you see all these books like drop as if it's trying to look above each of all of them. Blinks at you. And being, what, what would your initial first feelings be as soon as you laid eyes on a beholder? Uh, Valentine would, um, he would first of all stand up. Mm-hmm. And then he'd sort of, I guess, put his hands where the beholder could see them. A pocket watch laced between the fingers of one of his hands. Like, sort of, the chains through his fingers and the, the centre of it is, on the, is in the middle. <laughs> What's that, Lavender? You want a disease in this world? Well, let me get you. Um, okay, so... But the big eye blinks at your hand. And then just panic screams at you. Does it, like, just scream at me? Yeah, it, you've just scared the absolute shit out of poor Hubert. <laughs> poor baby. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why? Where did you come from? Uh, uh, why are you in my room? I can... Shut the door. <laughs> You were at the door? It is at the door. <laughs> that, 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 that is the door to my room over there, yes. That's... I'm going to go through that. I'm so sorry to bother uh, you. Um, I, um... I found that starts walking towards the door with his hands still off, by the way. Okay. I'm, I'm, wait, no. You can't just walk into this place. You are not a guest here. Fuck, they're gone. Yeah, he's, he's like... He was like, you can't just go... And he's already gone. Um, behind him, there is a... There was a small ferret as well. Hop it along. Oh, oh, fuck, now there's two of them in here. <laughs> Oh, 
we'll get picture of ferret for like animal packs, I suppose. Well, I suppose they earned their way in. And Dorian Argent wouldn't really want me to waste my off time. Yeah, what the hell? Time to do Hubert Hubert time. And he just goes back to reading. Make sure the door's shut and locked behind him. But he does something that when that door slams, there are ripples in those cups of tea that some of you definitely riot. say just riot notices the ripples in the tea. You you've obviously Ryan's seen very... water be disturbed in your lifetime, and this is one of those times where this shouldn't be agitated in this cup. Something's going on. Yeah, Raya's gonna take notice of this and just wait, um, I'll be right back. And she just runs out. <laughs> Right, right. I'll be back. No, no, stop. Bye. She's stop. A She's gone. Ash, oh. who's absolutely tired of all the talking, is just gonna follow. Orion's running right after her because, like, we were not done yet, and also, if she got up for some reason, he wants to know why. So yeah, he's gonna run right after her, like double time. He's a rogue. He can triple time. Sorry. Raya is now turning into. Wait, no, she can't turn into a cat. Fuck. Yeah, if you rest it, maybe. <laughs> Does reading count? I'm a rogue. No. I can do a hundred. I can do yeah. ninety feet around. I think. Run, 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 Because I can bonus run. action dash and and action dash. So yeah, I think it's ninety feet. I think that's my movement. So thirty is running. <laughs> As you get to the other side of the door, sir. You end up coming down this corridor. Whether you're hauling ass or not is completely up to you. He is definitely, like, he's panicked to try to find a place that seems somewhat secluded to send a message to Vespertine, basically, A, letting him know that he's found it, and B, letting him know that he's not alone in here. So, you go down this corridor and you open the door at the end. And you just come out to this sort of like imagine a balcony that's in a square oh a walkway not a balcony really and there are just shelves upon shelves upon shelves of books rows in front of you to the left and right of you and then there's floors going up in the same sort of layout except some these ones would be on the back wall as well and just keep going forward with all these rows of books and you start counting the floors going up, and before your sight fails you, you can count a good 60 plus. Floors just filled with books. Amazing. 
you're not on the ground ground floor. This does go a lot deeper. No wonder he's asked me to find this place. But you do hear a very... Roll me perception. Okay, I will... Do you want me to roll it for myself and for the ferret? Uh, Just for yourself. Let's see if he can perceive, shall we? No, he can't. No. You do some form of commotion a fuck ton of floors above you. Because Ryth is not quiet. So a six gets you muffled. What? Okay. He's gonna sort of go down one of the sort of um, I guess the alleyways? Um, sort of the aisles. Aisles. So, Is it an aisle? Yeah, it, it's like an aisle where all these bookshelves are as well, and then that yeah. goes deep and you've got to the sides of the book, like the library bookshelves. Crap. Stuff. Yeah. Aisles. Welcome to Tesco's. Yeah. <laughs> and he, what he's going to do is he's going to cast Sending. Okay. Bada bing, bada boom, this is what sending does. Why is my tab not keeping up the chat saying that? And the recipient of his message is Vespertine. Okay, make an arcana check for me first. Oh, am I going to set off some sort of magical alarm? I don't know. I mean, it was mostly designed to stop things getting in, not getting out. So, yeah, I'll let the message go through. Hmm. It's... The message would be... I'm going to type it out to make sure that I've got the right amount of words. words. Cool. Bex, do you want to be driving the Vespertine bus? Uh, yeah, I can do. If you're happy to and it's not too much, you're more than welcome to patrol Vespertine. At okay. any time. Okay. If he falls out of the sky as a living nuke, fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nuke. I mean, I was I mean, that yeah. power power. I mean, have Nuclear you heard warfare. half of Dex's stories about Vespertine? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much either rolled natural ones or exploded everything, so yeah. <laughs> Will has only one fear, drunk Vespertine playing with fire. Yep. Oh no. That's fine, just add a doop 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 yeah. at the end. <laughs> Boom! I mean, I'm, I'm gonna rule it as if it falls short of 20, you don't have to fill the 25 word gap. No, I know, but you, you, you can. Yeah. It's, 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 you're using a spell sort, you might as well. <laughs> okay, that's, that's how you want to do it. It's up to you. 
I'm having him sign it off. <laughs> Over. You can um, send me the response privately if you prefer. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't realize it was in the chat. Um, yeah, I'll I'll say it out loud for the uh, the people who don't read the chat. Okay. And for the podcast to be yeah, there. The <laughs> oh, yeah, shit, yeah, this is podcast. Hi, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, so guys. yeah, podcast. I've kidnapped another one. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm it says Vestine. I've arrived at the Ar is it the Argent Archives? Yes, I yeah. it? I'm, I'm not alone. There's a Beholder and others here. I don't know if they're friendly. Signed off Valentine. So how much uh, how much was Vespertine aware of the Argent Archives? You've slightly heard them as rumours. Will might have picked up on some murmurs. And it was going to be one of those... Oh, it'd be so cool if we could go check that out and see if it's real, and it just never happened. Okay. Um, I don't know how, like, what Vespertine is, like, capable of at this point as a wizard. Um, would he have a way to, like, get to where Valentine is? Would he be able to, like, detect where he is? Um, I can I... say yes. But I don't have a sheet for him. But how powerful Vespertine is over the current fucky flux of magic at the moment? Yeah, Vespertine is smart enough to play it to his advantage and do whatever he wants. This is, um, it was mostly just sort of an update, I guess, from Valentine, but it, I guess Vespertine will interpret that how he wants, and it mm. also probably depends on, it depends whether, Val whether Vespertine gives a shit. <laughs> he yeah, he'd respond back Be careful. Get the information that you can. If you need me, I can come and find you. Okay. I'm gonna make a note of this. By the way, 20 words exactly. Very nice. <laughs> I, I was like, how do I count this? And then my brain couldn't do all those things. So I was like, I hope that was right. <laughs> well, either you just, yeah, because either you count on your fingers as you do it, because that's mm -hmm. how I used to do it with my wizard, or yeah. um, or I just went into a internet thing that counted your words for you as you typed it, and you just typed it out and then read it. That's a good shout, yeah. Yeah. It's always useful, just in case you want to plan it out. So... Who has left the room in pursuit of this quote-unquote disturbance? I've left just to follow Rai. Yeah, so I'm Rai is following Rai. 
Um, Rye, I need to point this out to you. Even if you action dash, you cannot bonus action dash. I would catch up to you, bitch. Yeah, the <laughs> two people following you are the most zoomy people in the party. Oh god, I forgot you're a monk. God damn it. <laughs> you can only zoom, though. You can only zoom, though, if you use a key point. Ah, but I can action zoom, which already takes me to 90. Okay, so you're at the same pace as I am. <laughs> yes, that's the thing again. Isn't your bonus zoom not just so that you can do that instead of having to use your action, thereby it not being an extra thing you do, just a different way you can utilize it? As a rogue, I can bonus act I can bonus action dash, but I can also choose to also action dash. I That's why it was just meant to no. be a replacement, so you could actually do some more things in a turn. I mean, that it, that is also a thing, but it's literally in every D and D campaign I've been in. Mm -hmm. The rule the rule has been for both monks and for uh, rogues is that you can act bonus action dash and action dash. This is why we're deadly. Yeah, I've definitely double dashed as a rogue. Yeah, but monks are fucking deadly because they can not only do that, but they can use a key point to use Step of the Wind, which mm. gives them even more movement. So they're ironically faster than rogues in that respect. But it's whether you want to use the key point, whereas, but, but rogues don't have that option. Rogues just have the action dash and bonus action dash. Imagine if they were a tabaxi as well. Oh god! Yeah, tabaxi <laughs> monks. Tabaxi monks are like are like literally they can move like the speed of light. This is why halfling rogues are broken, and this is why tabaxi monks are broken. Because they both do they both do certain things really too fucking well. By the way, love the chase music. <laughs> bum, bum, Very full on. <laughs> so, Laika, what is he doing? Sitting and hiding his face in frustration. Okay. We're <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, I know I'm sorry. I don't know if Ryaf is. <laughs> Ryaf's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't think that's even the subject, but. Eh, that's what you want to take from it. He's tired that everyone just runs toward the danger. That is one of the things, yes. Um, <laughs> Lavender, what are you doing? Kuro? Do we have a Kuro? Hello, Kuro department? Kuro! Oh no, don't tell me we lost Kuro. No, 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 his mic is oh, just off. off. Okay. Uh, oh, rip. Did it turn itself off like a numpty? Yeah. Kuro to IO6. Um, Kuro to IO6. <laughs> Not IO6, please. That's the messy one. Oh, yeah, that is the messy oh, one. This uh, party is a mess. Nah, IO13 yes, is the best. <laughs> so, has everybody run off towards the thing? No. No. Like no he's, just going, he, he's just going through to see who, who, who is go, who's doing what. Vi. <laughs> Vi is is Vi. Well, we're not yet to Vi. But Ryze is just off. like hovering. Yeah, I think Lavender sort of perks up a little bit. They've sort of been mulling over everything that's been said, sort of lost in thought, trying to digest it all. 
they just watch the others go. They get up, sort of weary, but they don't immediately rush off. They sort of watch the others. They're sort of just just on guard, but they don't rush towards it straight away. So they sort of stand up just at the ready, just they glance over to a steam, they just glance at Lycar just on a on a state of alert, but they don't run off or anything. Yeah, Esteem knows like full well he can't keep up with the people who've run off, so he just kinda looks at uh Lavender with like this I don't know face. <laughs> Yeah, Lavender sort of like shrugs and sort of yeah, yeah, just stands at the ready. Okay, so Why does this keep happening? Everyone who ran, roll initiative, and then oh, so reserve roll initiative, please. Ooh, hang on, we have to drag ourselves. Oh god, I still don't know how to do this. Uh, that's fine. Uh, just at the top right in roll twenty, there's like a next to the speech bubble icon. There's a there's an uh little journal icon. <gasps> I did it. Yeah, there we go. Why am I so big? Because I keep forgetting I don't to know. resize you. <laughs> You're just massive. Oh, it lasts for two seconds. It's just at like twenty foot tall ash. Yeah. <laughs> there's potions for that. Damn it! Fuck! I was hoping to roll really well. God damn it! I know what feat I'm taking. <laughs> I'm point zero four faster than you. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> so I never, I never win. You are at the top yellow. of the table, so the yellow goes first. Nice. What, what, what? Sorry, what do I see? So, you've basically just run after Riot and Orion towards uh -huh. whatever Riot has left mm -hmm. out. Oh, is that it? That is it so far. Okay. Um, I guess. I just going to keep running in the direction they were going, question mark? <laughs> okay, we're going to do that as a hold action and find out what Riot is doing on the next turn, then. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> so, Riot's Riot. just looking for whatever the source of that, like, motion was. So... She's also trying to lose the other two. Are you... Bitch, good luck. We're a monk and a... Monk and a... Fit... Rogue, that's the word for it. Did you forget what you were? Shut up! <laughs> so, you would know I that this disrespect is below you. And where you're currently stationed at is... Oh. Oh. Scuffed ass battle map, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, let's <laughs> go. <laughs> so, you would be here, I look at you, you're beautiful, you're red, you're a circle. You're on the fourth floor. The elevator... ...ping is over this way, and disturbance you know is below you. Mystical lift! Oh. Mystical below us? So, I have a question. Is there like, is it like a full room, or is there like 
railing here or something. Well, I mean, you could jump down. over the rail to about here and plummet to a good few hundred plus floors down. Do not, do not do I... the key fish. Hmm. Can I survive that? No. Can I survive that? Fuck no. Actually, 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 it's been theorized a barbarian could survive it if they were raging and they had enough hit points, but I don't know if you have not enough a barbarian. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. I'm saying to Lavender. <laughs> Lavender's staying Five in the room. times seven. That's 35. Actually, as a monk, do you have slow fall? I do. That's what I'm trying to, like, number <laughs> out right now. I think it's like 15, 15 times your level. I'm gonna go double check. Five, five times my, I can I can negate thirty five points of fall. Ooh, it's gonna be more than that. Yeah, I don't think I can do that. I think it's gonna be like triple that. I'm willing to bet. You gotta got the mystical lift. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I have to get the have to get the lift. Take the willy. Wonder. I really run fast enough. You can press the button before everyone else and just leave yeah. them in the dust. Oh yes. Exactly. <laughs> press you have no all the buttons. Ash, Ash, Ash will run in there, press all the buttons, and then run back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're that person. Ash won't actually do that, but Ash will try and be like the first one to the lift. But would Ulti do that? Ulti would do that, but Ulti would, like, <laughs> fuck it up and get stuck in the lift. <laughs> sorry, that's sorry. Rai just used her full 30 feet to try to get to the left and she's like, I'm just gonna be gone for a little bit, just go back to the room, I'll be right back. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm looking for the bathroom. I can't answer yet because it's not my turn. <laughs> I'm looking for the bathroom! <laughs> and so then she's done. You would take 20d6 damage. Ooh! What? I don't, I don't think I can negate that. I don't think you can either. Shall we roll it for funsies and find out how, what we can I do? mean, if you roll 20 yes. once. <laughs> yeah, if we roll if, 20 if you once. Ro if you all rolled all 20 ones, yeah, sure. Oh, oh yeah, no, you. I would, I, I would have survived that. Would you? Oh, yeah, because it would fun? take thirty-five off, and then which, the other which, twenty-five which... would just come out of my HP. You do know I will re-roll this. If you I have fifty-nine. I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> do do what your character would do. <laughs> Don't tell it that. Right, it's just. Right, it's just I, I, that she I, just I, needs to pee. I'm saying that with every belief. That his character wouldn't do it, but he would. No, <laughs> uh, this is also just a visual reference. You don't have to run your tokens around on it. Okay. I guess AJ's gonna tell you how close you are to the uh, to the elevator. I think so. So yeah, from this circle, it would still be a better being, better being. Oof! Yeah. Better. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So, what are you doing? Raya's just getting as close to the elevator as she can and yelling back, I just need to pee! Hey, who's drawing a heart? Me! Oh. <laughs> the hell color are you? I'm like a kind of pink, but not really. Kind of pink, but not really pink. Mauve. Like a, like a dirty pink. I'm a dirty pink. 
Be- one of Bex's favourite quotes. Uh, huh. Listen. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you may be right. Chose the right box, though, I will admit. <laughs> Calling Bex out. This is how you get a steam into the foot fight. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, come beat the shit out of me. I bet you gotta kill me in one hit. <laughs> Say hello to my wee bullshit. <laughs> nice son. I'm not gonna say anything about. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's go. So, what are you doing, right? She just said. She's remind me. Yeah. I, there's a lot She's going getting... on. She's basically right here. She's like as close to the elevator as she can get in one turn. And then she just yells back, I just need to go pee! Okay. Really bad! Okay. It hurts! Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's Ash. just giving unnecessary details. How? You're chasing after this pee gremlin? Yeah, and you, you, had, a, you had a hold action, so... Please do not call, call the pee gremlin again. <laughs> you're chasing the pee gremlin. What are you going to do with, with her shouting that at you? What would you? What would your character do? Oh, don't worry, I I got this. Ash is like, I also need to pee. <laughs> <laughs> he runs into the lift as well. So you're you're pretty much the first in the lift because you just really are zooming past where I that you end up in the lift. Nice. Oh yeah, in that case, Ash is just like, do a little pee pee dance. <laughs> Uh, not yet, because Ash doesn't know what floor the toilet's on. Exactly. You could just push a random button and pray. Oh god, please. <laughs> don't, don't put the thought in my head. Go on, press a button. A- hey, Ash, is hey. pre- Ash is pressing, like, the closed door button. Oh, no! 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 Okay, let's see if I can find a visual reference for this one. <laughs> what, for the elevator? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Welcome to Rent Sanity. We hope you have enjoyed your day. I like how this is going. I like the most I'm intense gonna... music I've ever heard is playing. <laughs> this deserves the Benny Hill music, but we have the most intense music playing. Oh, yes. I think this is that, um, the Me Channel theme. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I will pause this music and just put it on for the podcast, I swear to God. (laughs) You say that like it's a bad thing. That music is basically my background noise in my head. Quick, as you know, let's acapella the, um, slide again. Do it. Hey, walk up, rude! What did Walker do? <laughs> he wrote in the chat. I'm to Bex, to Bex, to Bex. I'm honestly so happy we didn't join in on this bit right now. Funky. Hey. Clap, 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 clap your hands. Clap, clap, clap your hands. To the right now. To the left. To the left. To the left. Yes, 
Yeah, I firmly believe his team might have a really good PP dance. Uh, yeah, Ash is using up like the bonus movement on the PP dance. <laughs> <laughs> The PP dance is the Chaka slide in all the sets. Oh no. Oh. I can breathe, it's fine. <laughs> anyway. Christine, just come in like a pee filled wrecking ball. Who's. Yeah, let's not talk about pee. I'm pee's not a phrase. Well, it's canon now, so get used to it. <laughs> New subclass just dropped. <laughs> Wizards of the Coast dropped the PP. Right. <laughs> and why am I not surprised that that's how the elevator looks? That's exactly how I've imagined it from day one. Same, but it was one of those. Maybe I should make sure of this. Hmm, makes sense. How do you loop the YouTube video? Is that a thing? Right click on it yeah. and ask it to loop. I am old. You are. You are. I am old. Hang grandpa, you want your Zimmer frame? I would like to wear this original in a cup of tea. And eat. Again. Why? Just gonna name this episode Pee. No! Confusion. Um. Okay, so you're in the elevator. What are you doing in the elevator? Besides the pee dance, is that just what you're doing? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> Ash still doesn't know what floor to go to. So, Orion, it is your turn. You have Orion. Ryan nearly to the elevator. You've got Ash in the elevator doing a pee pee dance. Okay. Orion legitimately, and having heard what Ryev said, was about to respond to that, but then literally heard Ash say, Sassy, I say, I need to pee too, and run into the elevator. So it's completely negating what he was Ryev. Can he run? Does he have enough movement to run past Ryev and also get in the elevator? <laughs> I would have thought so. Dash I'm, anyway. asking the, I'm asking the DM. Um, but if, if that is indeed the case, I am going to I am going to I'm going to run past Ryev. I'm not even going to stop to gloat or anything like that because that's not his intention here. He's going to run past her, and then as soon as he's in the elevator, he's going to turn around, turn around to face her, arms crossed over his chest with a very disapproving look, <laughs> and, a lo and a, and a look of and a look of, of of I do not buy what you just said. <laughs> All three of you make deception checks. Why me? <laughs> All three of you, you're all using the P excuse. I'm not. <laughs> I'm are. using the excuse. No. You're, you're using the P excuse. <laughs> no! Don't make me seem to bed without something. Yeah, we do. Why We're is, trying to find deception. Why is the sun in the north? Oh what the fuck? <laughs> you're causing I'm global bad. warming. Stop. There you are. you completely believe they just want to pee. You actually think they want to go pee. Your lie has turned into truth. <laughs> oh no! That's not how that works! Um, Ash and Orion, inside each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay! Um, I'd like to point out we still have a disadvantage. Um, we? Ash oh yeah, you slept! God damn it, you bitch! Of course. <laughs> Oh, uh -huh. 
So No, I knew it was gonna happen because insight, I knew it. Ash? Ash just really needs a piss. Make me a performance check. <laughs> what what is this? I wanna see so how many layers you are. What are these layers? Yeah, not bad. I don't know. So, I'm, I'm going for the fucking PP gauntlet here. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> Ash is pulling up such a convincing PP dance, you're probably scared that he's gonna piss in the elevator. Okay, Orion's gonna Orion's gonna stand a little bit further away from him in this regard, but is still giving Ryuk that look of like, I do not believe your bullshit, and where you know, and, and look of disapproval, basically. <laughs> but you're convinced but he just needs to pee. But he is yes, I'm I'm convinced. But I am I am but I am not pressing a button yet because the point was I just wanted to know where she was going and why. That's it. But he's still got disapproving dab face. Okay. Final time. <laughs> That's. This is so fucking weird with this music in the background for me. I hate it. <laughs> I don't well, hear anything. I There's can't nothing playing. play it. I put put the. Oh wait, no, I didn't. Hang on. I put the video in. Damn it, DM, make it work properly. This is as good as I can do. I also did my I don't hear anything. I played the video in there, <laughs> damn it. That's fine, I can, ima I can imagine it in my head. Um. Uh, yes, yeah, please, first. I check to perceive, let's go. <laughs> Not again! It's the same role! I mean- Valentine, please. <laughs> you find a space to hide, roll me stealth. That's better. Noted. That's better. But just as you get into your little hiding spot, you just hear this muffled E word. It's like, what? Valentine's gonna, gonna send Looper to have a look around. Looper is the ferret, by the way. Um, because of the nature of a familiar, I suppose, he can see through Looper's eyes. Okay, so roll your stealth on the ferret. <coughs> Team Shadowbeam. Nice, noted. So, you send the ferret out back down this aisle of bookshelves, back out onto my little confusing square. Okay. <coughs> um, he's basically gonna have a look on behalf, like, through Looper's eyes, of who these people are. Okay, so Looper would get as far as the lift hmm. and see what number floor you're on. And you would both be able to determine that where these people are is still pretty high above you. But unless they can find what floor you're on, then they've probably not got a chance. Okay. I don't know if the ferret can operate an elevator. Um, they actually, I think while um, you sort of see through their eyes and stuff, they hold 
same intelligence and stuff as you, but I'm not. I'm actually not not too sure. That might be a polymorph thing. Um. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think Luba could operate an elevator anyway. His tiny hands would be too weak to press the button. I mean, he could boop it with Snoop. Um. But he would. Valentine would make a note of what floor he's on. Okay. What floor is he on? One moment, caller. Please wait while the DM figures shit out. <laughs> oh no, I'm just, I'm just DMing it. Oh, you're DMing it? Hello. Yeah. Serious message. This is a secret floor. Ooh. If this was Mario, there'd be an angry star coming at you. Oh god. One of those floors. Yeah. Isn't that just what the party are right now? No, that's the floor you're on. The party yeah, that's the floor you're on. We're not there yet. <laughs> the party themselves are on the fourth floor. Ah. They're way up there. <clears throat> We're higher. Wow. <laughs> nice. This is a lot of flaws in this building. Please okay. hold while we figure shit out. Thank you for your patience. Is there anything you else you want to do, or do you just want to hunker down for now? Lupa is going to continue sort of looking around. Valentine is going to hunker down, but he's going to have a look at the stuff that because he's he's probably hiding in between bookshelves. He's going to have a look at the books that are on his floor. Okay, so the floor you're on has books mostly on <laughs> Fame mysteries and where to find them How dare it kick you out Um, fame mysteries and where to find them. How to stop your weeds from eating you. <coughs> Cooking with beholders. Um. So basically, nothing that would really pique Valentine's interest. I mean, he likes to know things, just anything, really, but this isn't what he's been asked to find. And as far as he's concerned, he is in danger, so he wants well, to find what he's after. There's also the Argent family tree. The what family tree? The Argent Ar family tree. That might be useful. And a black book. <gasps> God, I'm not muted. Which I will need a wisdom save from your ferret. And yourself. Wisdom save everywhere. Wait, hold up! Bitch, I wanna know how it got here. Cool. Wisdom. Don't worry about it. It's a good wisdom save. Cool. I'll give Bitch, you a So. None of these books is still interesting? The black book is interesting. Okay. 
Oh. Took it a wolf then. You're gonna what, what, what did it? What did he feel when he picked it up? Because a wisdom save implies that it had a, that there was some mental strain there. So the ferret wouldn't be able to pick the book up, but it would be able to get it off the shelf. If I'm thinking the right size ferrets. So did he use the snoot to open the book? He definitely pulled it off the shelf, um, and then I imagine he would have, yeah. Okay. Sorry, podcast, the fun music now has to end. Okay, then. So, I'm sorry that it's your first game. But I'm gonna have to drag you away for a bit. Okay. Oh fuck! What the fuck am I? You're in the chamber of whispers. So, as you open the book, there is just blank pages. However, there is after confusedly flicking through them. A face that looks mostly of white hair. The face is definitely not humanoid. Um, what can I get you a visual reference? Uh, no, that's not what I want to do. That works. Um, hmm. Maybe a bit too much teeth and a bit too much grin. How are you with horror pictures? Oh, send it my way. <laughs> that is very scarily enthusiastic. Um, this is only just I'm a horror rough fan. visual, but um, obviously without the teeth. It's kind of that sort of furry face. Oh, um, okay. Made out of white hairs. And there is a slight top hat. And the face sort of stretches out in the same way. But it's more just a toothy grin. The teeth are slightly yellowed. But you do get a slight menacing... sense from it. The ferret's got close look. Okay. Um, make me a... Straight up intelligence. Valentine. Ah. This would be your forte, but for some reason you think Vespertine told you about a book like this, but there are so many books in your life, you don't have time to remember all of them. And to be honest, it might be a case of Valentine's more interested than he is concerned. I mean, you're welcome um, to keep the book if you really want to. He's interested in keeping it, but there's something about it that seems off as well. 
Um, he's gonna find out where his. He's gonna come out of the vision and find out where his ferret is. Um, it's an easy track that you're familiar, so you literally get a straight B line while still stealth to where that book is. And it's just on the floor with your furry companion still next to it. Mm. I imagine that would be the end of my turn. Uh, I'm going to say you can go a bit further. Oh, okay. In that case, then he's going to reach down to pick up the book. Okay. Maybe another wisdom save to touch the book. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I will 2DM you. I'll see if I can just give this to the GM, but... No, I don't. I re-roll that. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I think you have to take that roll, and I'm not even finished reading this yet. Um, da -da 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 -da. I have to take this roll, yeah. Okay. I'm, I use not the um, chronology wizard abilities like the back of my hand at this point. So, so regardless of your decision, you want to keep this book. This is now your book. Nobody else's book. You will be killed if you lose your possession. Quite literally. Okay. But you do hear a voice as you flip it into your pack. Question mark. What do I hear? Um, if you do slip it into your pack, or whatever you have to keep your books, you hear a voice just go, Oh my. Oh, goody, 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 goody. I didn't expect you to pick me up today. It's kind of cool that it was actually you. But okay. I would have preferred one of the others. And then that's it. Excuse me. The book, the voice doesn't respond more to you. But you, in your mind, you'll have that face that you saw on one of the pages. Um, he's gonna look at it again and go, What the hell do you mean? I'll be here for you when I come visit. <laughs> and that's it. That is definitely it this time. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna throw it. <laughs> You're gonna eat the book, but you he's gonna throw the book. You want to keep the book. He wants, it's your book. He wants to keep it, but he also wants to throw it. <laughs> so you probably throw it and then pick it up again. <laughs> no. Mine's. <laughs> yeah, just, like, he throws it into the wall. It'd be this um, idea where he throws it into the wall and he goes to walk away, but he feels this compulsion. So he goes back and he picks it up and he puts it away again. Before just sort of continuing on. It's like... um. It's like when you put down a tube of Pringles and you're like, I'm done with these Pringles. And then you just feel the compulsion to carry on eating the Pringles. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It, it's like eating shredded cheese out of the bag. You just have oh, to do it. Don't. <laughs> um, but yeah. Gremlin. Bad. Shredded cheese. 
and he's just going to... I think he's actually just going to continue walking around, looking at the stuff. Okay, I'm going to drag you back to the rest of them now, then. Okay. What have got me? Combination. Like food. Yeah. <laughs> we have returned. Ha-ha. Hello. Oh, are, you, are you dead? Not yet. Close to it. <laughs> Not yet? Not oh, sure yeah. if that's good or bad. I'll be up real quick. So. I'm scared. Me too. Now we're back at the top of the round. We will do a quick check on those that are not running about. So, Lycar, how are you holding up? Are you still frustrated? <laughs> cool, cool. Just as we left. Just as we left. Mm -hmm. well, we haven't gone from there yet, so nothing has gotten to change. I know, I know. But, I mean, you wanted to join in at the chase, like, oh, then this would be your <laughs> What good is it going to do? I don't know. You might just go ham. Um, Esteem? Can Esteem hear the commotion from Oh, you all definitely hear the commotion outside about peeing. <laughs> yeah, I think he was, like, hovering because he thought, he sort of saw who was running away. I was like, I cannot keep up with them. I'm just going to see what happens. And now he's really curious. So I think he's going to be like, I'm going to go and see what's happening over there. And he's going to go and have a look. Yeah, yeah. We should. It's just every time we finally get to have just, you know, a moment, just try and talk and you know, learn things and maybe even come up with something like a plan. It's just as if something is bound to happen. Which is yeah. one of the things that I'm honestly worried about and want to talk about, but we never got that far. Well, uh, I, I honestly don't know what's going on over there. I've just heard people shouting about No, oh, and I know, me. and that's Go over and check on it and see what's happening. Else we can always shoot up from the gallery if something is happening downstairs. Yeah, hopefully we can, after whatever this is, we can sit down, have our conversation, and yeah, we'll, we'll try and do that. We, we need to talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's go, Esteem. Yeah. Okay. So now we're running. Yeah. Initiatives, please. Erkin needs to be placed first, sir. Wait a moment, please. Okay, I thought you were having issues. Peer-related issues. DM, please wait while players... Thank you. <laughs> Player has clipped inside a bash. Get out of my arms! Get out of my life! <laughs> Oh, God, now hit the initiative button because now I have a token. Uh, one Thank you for oh. waiting. Happy. Oh, not bad. I would like to supersize that. Oh, good God. <laughs> Come one on, Bex. Like you her. need to join too. Oh, sorry. Drag your token. Eh. <laughs> Let's see what you get as initiative. I swear to God, if you get a high initiative. Steam has sunglasses on the board. <laughs> Nowhere else. <laughs> yep. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you got that. <laughs> Baby. Oh, my God. Initiative zero? Hello? 
Well, if you don't I have any so decks, sorry. then that is it. Oh, yeah. no, I read it the wrong way around. I was like, the roll was zero, and the, <laughs> like, the final thing was three. It's like, hello? Listen, the the floor <laughs> shiny, and he's got hooves, so he's just doing like a Looney Tunes run on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, has he got like wheel spins? <laughs> Why is a steam smoking? Uh huh. Mikey's just gonna take his steam's hand and then pull them along the floor so they can just slide along. <laughs> <Whee! Nice. laughs> so. And to be fair, that is not the worst initiative I've ever seen because I've had characters with minus initiatives before. Oh. Lavender, uh, Lyca yeah. and Steam have decided to go after the others after hearing the commotion about peeing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I could hear. I just couldn't be. I was away from the mic. Um. Okay. Yeah, Lavender, Lavender decides to follow them. Okay, just, then. Yeah, they're just curious now. He's like, All right. okay, <laughs> they're going, get I'm you, going get to. Get yourself on that board. Let's see what your initiative is. I'm right. very intrigued. Uh, I'd rather place my token again. Uh, oh, the second icon, the journal icon, and then there you go. click and grab. There we go. Uh, I don't know why it's the old picture, but... Uh, you have to change. Oh well, I have to turn around and change the tokens. So. All right. Okay. You still gotta do mine too. No. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, where's my initiative button? Uh, right at the top next to armor class. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, damn! Nice one. That's a well, good initiative. You have overtaken Orion in pure speed. In reaction oh, he is speed. A True. So, Ash, you're in the elevator. Yellow. You're doing your pee dance. <laughs> How many people are in this elevator now? <laughs> it's just you and Orion. Yep, and Orion's still standing there looking disapprovingly towards Ryev, who is still heading for the elevator. I can't really do anything, so I just gotta wait for Rai, because she knows what floor it means to get through. to press the buttons for whenever Rai gets there. I mean, she doesn't know which floor, she just knows something's going down. That's fair. But I, I, I don't even know that, I just know that, like, Rai knows the way to go, so I'm just, I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait. Right, just you hold know your action. Just, Yeah, just hold your action to see, to see what hold you Hold action. Watching. <clears throat> hold action, like stare at the ceiling, I guess. So you're holding your P and you're holding action. Got it. Hold action P. Basically the same thing. <laughs> Riot. You so see Riot Ash holding could... action P. <laughs> good Riot when, whenever that happened. Could she have been able to tell roughly which, like, what floors it may, this may have been coming from that caused the shaky of the tea? Perception. It was, it was 22. 22. Yeah, it was 22. I, I reckon mm. you can isolate it down to one, anywhere between the 200th and the 300th floor. Anywhere between there. Oof. You've got to be kidding me. Okay, so <clears throat> she's going to rush in and go to... She's going to do a midpoint, do 250. Okay, so you run into the elevator, you press the 260th floor. To, like, go down to where she heard the noise. Okay, the elevator or doors the are starting their close. Ash, what are you doing? Not Ash. 
Hello? No, no, Ash was holding action stare at the oh, ceiling. Oh, yeah, of course he was. Uh, yeah, Ash is staring at the ceiling. Still, you're still staring at the <laughs> ceiling? That that was the action that they were holding. Even oh, okay. even Riot is here now? Also, Riot could have crashed into one of them, I think. Uh, I, yeah, I, Ash is just, like, chilling. <laughs> Ryan and Ash roll me 1d10 each. Oh, God. Oh, girl. oh no. Oh, God. You, you crash into the bee-dancing gremlin over there. <laughs> huh? What? Rai's not good at stopping her momentum, so she just crashes into him. Blech. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And then she just turns around and does the number calmly. So, Lavender, you get out of the room. And you see three of them standing in the elevator and the doors are starting to close. Um. And you have a good 40 feet to cover. Yeah, just lay out what's happening for me here again, sorry. A bit confused, but it's like, where are we? What... So, you are here at this little dot. You've run out of the room. Okay, yeah. And the elevator's here at 40 feet. You see, come out and you see Orion, Ash, and Ryas already in the yeah. elevator and the doors are starting to close. Um... I assume he's there. Like our and Steam have now come out and are curious. I think Lavender just in a sort of split second position sort of dashes towards the elevator, tries to hold the doors open to let the others have time to get there. Uh, you, do you have that 40 feet of movement to use? I you should. Do yes, I have they forty should, speed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought so as a barbarian that the lavender should have. Okay, make me a strength check. To be fair, I would say on my turn, if I saw lavender, coming, I would be holding the doors open, but it's not my turn yet. So. Can I? Can I use my held action? Sure. Ash is gonna like sneak a finger down to the closed door button. Nice. <laughs> no, not make us. Make a sleight of hand check. No. You gotta you gotta travel in two groups apparently. <laughs> gotta make do, two I, trips. do I see him doing this? It's not your turn yet. Damn it! <laughs> um, with a sixteen, you hit the button, and the doors do start to. They were closing anyway, so it's not going to speed up too much. That's fair. So, Lambda, make me a athletics check. Oh, no! Damn disadvantage. So, make me a perception check as well. <coughs> see if that you shouldn't. see this criminal. Me? Yeah, make perception. Yep. Um, you see that one of them press the close elevator door button, but you don't know which one. 
but okay, you just get there, and the doors are closed, and the elevator starts to go down. Uh oh. Oh no. And you you just know one of those three pressed that button so you couldn't get it. Okay. Alright. Alright. First of all, I would have seen Lavender coming towards us and my instantaneous response would have been to um to reach over and like oh like probably not even press the button. I don't even think he'd remember to press the button because it would be so instinctual. I think it'd be more like to grab the doors open and try to pull them open. So, as he's sort of moving to do that, does he see Ash do this sort of sneaky... Perception pre- close? Okay. Oh, no! <laughs> that is not my strong suit! Uh, <laughs> no, I... No, that, oh, and the other one was a 20! You, uh. you just know that suddenly they closed pretty quick there. Okay. Then he's not. He's just gonna read into it the fact that sometimes elevator doors just close really quickly. Um, could he? Could he have reached the doors in time to t- to help pry them open for Lavender? You can make a athletic check if you really want. Uh, he would at least make an effort for sure. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh God! Why am I doing this? That's what he would do. So okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> oh no, you just crash your hand into the metal. Shit! Ah! Fuck. So I'm guessing the doors still close and we go d- we go down, right? Yeah. <sighs> then Orion just turns, just sort of like... Actually, no, as, as he does that, kind of says shit and just looks up and just like... It's like, sorry, Lavender, um... We'll, we'll, we'll come back up to get the rest of you, rest of you guys. And then, he doesn't know if he hears him, but then he turns to look at Ryef, and it's just sort of like, okay, mind explaining why you suddenly ran to the elevator? <laughs> What's going on, Ryef? You don't just run to the elevator just to go to pee. Yes, you do. Ry. We're in the middle of a really important conversation. The seconds running of that, Lycar is gonna yell out from the over there to get over to the just, What floor? Uh, does Orion see what floor? Um... What floor did you press again? You said 260, I think. Yeah. Yeah, 260. Then Orion just rapidly calls out, 260! You. Ah. <laughs> And then, like, I walks over to the railing. I'll be back in a minute. And then he jumps out. <laughs> you want to double check you still have that ability active? Uh, he's activating on the jump down. Okay, cool. He has multiple uses. I didn't want this to be like, ah, oh, shit, I've used all my uses. I'll roll those 26. Oh, no, 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 trust me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm keeping count. Please don't, be a, please don't be a key fish. It happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you're on your way down and you're flying slash floating your way. He's just free falling until he needs to fly. <laughs> free fall. Sorry. I forgot he can turn himself into a bull. 
Mm, Good that he can fly is what he can do. Yeah. So, Valentine, you are... You start to hear the lift mechanism working. And what would you like to do? He's going to keep an ear out. Um, and he's going to, I guess, shrink back behind, like, into another bookshelf. Sort of, like, into another aisle. New aisle, new shelf, new shelf. Book! That, that's to GM again, by the way, but... That was a five. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> I'm not rolling good this evening. I mean, you think you're pretty well hit. M my, my dude, have you seen my roll? You're fine. You're rolling with disadvantage, though. That makes sense. Don't. Trust me, I roll better with disadvantage. <laughs> That's what it says about my rolls. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's going to keep an ear out. So, would that be a perception as well? Yes. That's better. So, with an 11, you know they're getting pretty close to you. And they're probably only three floors above where you are now. Yeah. Um, Waka, does Lyka have wings when he flies? Or that's it's just no, like a float? It's more like, you know, a genie and such things. They can just fly. Cool. Double check. So, yeah, you just hear the elevator mechanisms. Okay. The only thing you can maybe hear if you're really stranger is would be the rustling of his clothes as he's, you know, falling through the air, but that's really a tough one to catch. Yeah, that would be a much higher success rate needed. Alright. Um, okay, Esteem, you finally find some grip for your hooves and you just road runner out of the room. And it's just. You, Lambda, and Vi. And the elevator is on. You are also on mute. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize. Um, okay. I don't think I have anything. You have something. Hmm. So I can't like I can't see the elevator at all. No, it's it's gone down. And Lycar's disappeared. You would have heard him yelling and then you just maybe <laughs> see him just jumping over the railing. <laughs> Vi's taking a tea with her and just standing next to you, sipping it. Well, like, I don't want to turn dimension door into the lift in case it goes horribly wrong when he gets oh, no. washed. Uh, do not phase through the elevator. Yeah. Dimension <laughs> door into the elevator, roll a new character. Oh no! <laughs> Valentine, you're the only player left now. <laughs> Welcome to this one-person party. Oh my god. 
to your adventure now. Um. Uh, I, I really am not sure what to do. Would you like to phone a friend? I don't know what that means. Have you never said who wants to be a millionaire? Yes, but I don't know what that means in this context. In the context, AJ. <laughs> you have a lovely Weave user standing right next to you. Willing to help teach and be emotional support if needed. I guess Steve will just look at Vi and be like, I don't know where they went. I don't know how to get to them. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> just follow their threads. <laughs> Can he just, like, focus and see the threads? Make an arcana check. <gasps> That's a 14. You can see one thread plummeting down in the middle of an abyss, and three fled, fled, there, <laughs> threads in an elevator, and lavender's thread, which is lavender colour, because I damn well say so. Okay, uh, I can see them. How do I get to them? I don't want to get squashed in the elevator. Same way as you travel through time. Just don't do the time part. Goodbye, Steam. No! Well, I'm going to go and roll a new character. <laughs> um, sure, Steam will try and follow the threads to the once we're at the elevator. I, I'm really just hungry to acquire a fourth character of yours, so I'm gonna start <laughs> oh killing God. them off. I need oh more. Give me more sustenance. These deaths will pay for Orion 5. What? Yellow? No, we like yellow. Yeah. So... What's it gonna be, yes, Um, he'll. Well, he's gonna ask why. He's gonna be like, "Are you coming with me?" Yeah, I'm coming with you. Okay. Uh, he'll. I guess then he'll try and focus in the same way as he did when he travelled through time. But he'll try and travel to where his friends are in the in the elevator. Okay, make an arcana check plus one d10. Uh oh. Oh my god. That's a 17. Ooh, plus. And a 2. So that's 19. That is a 19. So, for you three, suddenly Violet and Esteem and Lavender just pop into the elevator. Esteem and Lavender, you said. And Vi. And Vi. Okay, so three people. Yeah. Then so it's now pretty like... damn crapped in there. Yeah, Orion's just gonna kind of go wide-eyed as he's like now pressed up against the back of the elevator with the other with the other two. Lavender is literally just looking very confused. Did Steam 
Or Violet bring Lavender with them? Vi made sure that Lavender would be able to go with them. Oh. Okay. I I was I thought for a second, like, did I bring someone by accident? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I didn't mean to bring this one. <laughs> and um, I was instinctively punching the one nearest to her. Oh. So, I would need you all to make dexterity saving throws. Oh no! Oh no! Like Alti just said, you might be wearing someone as a backpack. Oh, no. <laughs> Except for Lycar, obviously. Yeah. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no, Can no, we no, get no. lower? So you just kind of, you know, in that scene in that first Why? Spider-Man movie where they're in the cage fight and Spider-Man yeah. just jumps up, you kind of do yeah. that directly into the corner of the elevator. <laughs> uh, right. Dexterity saving throw. Oh. Yeah, you're in there too, bitch. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, you're right. So. Let me find buy sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the gift of prophecy back. <laughs> oh dear. You did this to yourself, Ollie. Yep. <laughs> Ash immediately got their comeuppance for closing the door. <laughs> yes, you tempted the fates. You got karma, bitch. Ooh, Dixeri is not her strong suit. Uh, oh no! Oh. How have all of you failed? I'm sorry, Ash, but you might get anyway. robbed out of existence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> New character, let's go. <laughs> New character, baby! <laughs> she wanted a retcon, you get the big retcon. Um, I am dead. So yeah, you're all in a pile in this elevator except for Orion ramped himself up into the corner. I will say, honestly, I don't think he even did it consciously. I think he just suddenly, there was suddenly a lot of people in there. His instincts just kicked in. He didn't know what was happening, but his in his survival instincts just kicked in. He just went Pum! Basically that reverse <laughs> Kirby one and Anakin meme where he jumps down into yeah. the elevator. You've jumped up yeah, the yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and Orion's just kind of like looking at all of them on the floor and it's just like Huh. I, I I can't say I didn't know quite what was hap hap Are you all okay? Who's on the bottom? Can they breathe? Rye is fine. <laughs> Rye is kind of just snuggling in, like <laughs> Rye. That, that's um, her face right now, basically. <laughs> Rye, I know you're not that heavy, but the rest of you added on top of that will be who's on the bottom please can you check if they're breathing properly i don't want to add to the weight by coming down <laughs> so i think i think it's those... ash um I, ash and lavender are on the bottom i'm so sorry to whoever has like esteemed big fluffy tail on their face <laughs> what about all the hair i think going by the the throws lavender is on the bottom I think it's sort of quick instinct is just in a split second of knowing that everybody's on top of each other, they try to get underneath. Oh. So they don't land on top of people. Oh. 
they're very aware that they're <laughs> very self-aware. <laughs> very self-aware and very Make aware that they're chonky. An athletics oh. advantage. That's advantage. Yeah. Yep. Do it. What if I just cancel out? Let's, let's see you flex them muscles. No, Fuck yeah. I will let it be a straight advantage for this case. <gasps> okay. So you pull it off. I will say, damn the rules, I have DM powers. <laughs> so you manage to wiggle and worm your way onto the bottom of the pile to make sure that nobody gets crushed by those big, thick muscles. Guys, are you all and okay? I'm not hearing voices. I think it's here at all. A muffle underneath. Lavender's just like, I'm okay. <laughs> I think they've got a mouthful of a steam's tail. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the tail but, gag. Oh, sorry. And he just like tries to move it and probably just ends up like smacking someone else. <laughs> yeah, Asher's like on a steam's a... back. Is that another so in trying to move, Asher's like hits the floor. Lavender's, Lavender's like, don't worry about it, and just a huge sneeze bursts out. <laughs> <laughs> and Vi joins in with Riot's uwu. <laughs> so you have double uwu at the same time. Can Can Orion just like reach down to whoever's like on top of the pile and help them up? Um, that would be. No, that's you. No, I'm looking at. That would be a Steve. Okay, oh, I... he's gonna he's gonna reach out to his team and be like, "Let's try and get people off of Lavender or whoever is the, the yeah um, yeah yeah that, that's a good idea." Reaches a hand out to his team to help them up. I swear to God, if I fail this and I fall <laughs> on top of you, I'm sorry. <laughs> the maximum weight allocation for this elevator has been. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just pick them up, or am I gonna have to roll a strength check? Um, you're gonna have to roll a strength check to maintain Fuck. where you are on the elevator. Oh, good god. Uh, strength or athletics? Mm. Athletics. It's the same thing, but maybe maybe they'll be kind. Hey, look! You, you, you get <gasps> at least. 14! You get a steam up. Oh, thank god. <laughs> a bit and he just dicey, but. He just, he just helps, yeah, he's not strong, he knows he's not. Part of him honestly thought, oh god, what if I biff this, and I end up falling and I squish people. <laughs> so, you know, he was really holding on to, like, whatever railing there was to make sure he didn't fall, even if he, even if he didn't manage to get his team up, so at least he didn't fall with them. But he's like, ma just about manages to get his team up, and it's just like... Okay, that's, I mean, that's one down, you're okay, right? Like, how you can see all this unfolding as you're going down. It's not really a walled-off elevator. You can see everything yeah. through the wires. wires. There is a hearty laugh coming out from the middle of everything. Can I hear that? <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> then Orion's just going to shout out through the elevator. Shut up, Lycon! Lycon, I'll get you later. Can I hear that? You can hear it slowly getting closer. <laughs> Ash from that position in the pile, like. And as much as as much as Orion said, "Shut up, Lycar." He, there is a very imperceptible grin starting to slightly tug at his features, but otherwise he's trying to hide it. Um, but he will help his team up. 
make sure make sure he's okay, and then we'll reach down to the next person. <laughs> so who I don't know who that is. Also with that natural one, Ash. Uh -oh. oh, hello. You you unfortunately copped all of Vi's remaining key. <laughs> oh no! She's was upset. She lost her tea. Was, was the tea still hot though? I mean, oh, am I about to be murdered? It's hot tea, <laughs> but not like scalding hot okay, tea. Okay, thank God. Oh, then again, you are a fire ganasi, so you'd be. Fine. I I got fire resistance, baby. <laughs> tea means nothing to me. Oh no, hot. but she might. But she might kill you. So. Oh. I mean, oh, no. she's just giving you a pop. It's like you've just kicked someone's cat. She's giving you. Those big saucer eyes. <laughs> no. And only a steam can visualize the flat ears and the droopy face. Ash, <laughs> Ash is going to look like Vi directly in the eyes. I still need to go pee. <laughs> she holds up the cup. <laughs> uh, are we still in initiative? Please don't do that in the elevator. I mean, my other choice of options were you could just, you know, through the grate. No. What? I mean, if he's are we still are we still in initiative? Um, yes, technically at this point. Okay. But since it's a role play initiative and you're all grouped together, it's not too. Excuse me. <laughs> it's not too anal. Hello. Except for poor Valentine. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Like falling in the middle. We're not all together. <laughs> I'm over there. Soon we'll be all together. Real frickin' soon. Can we get out of this lift, please? <laughs> so Ryan is making her way like towards the like little entryway, waiting for it to open. You it hits the two hundredth and sixtieth floor, and for you, Valentine, you do hear this ping. Three floors above. Okay. People are coming for you. <laughs> yeah. Be true. Once Be the true. elevator stops, I will say Orion's just gonna slowly get down from his perch and just start helping people up. Yeah. <laughs> so, like how you obviously go land yourself over the rails and join him, I guess. I didn't see anything on the way down. No one hiding. Nope. I mean, you okay. can. There's uh, three floors. Roll me perception. Ooh. Um, let me just check that stealth roll from earlier. <laughs> I don't it was shit. They see me. <laughs> you see something three floors further down. You'd probably see the top, like, of a hat. <laughs> oh, you're the sudden curiosity. <gasps> no! Um, the Neon unfortunately comes into the whole retcon thing, so... Oh, okay, that's fine. It didn't, I didn't crack it. Yeah, you might not even have the Tamagotchi anymore. Nice. The Neon might be completely dead now. No. Oh, nice. Something will happen for Neon, but Neon is no longer with us. Well, at least the podcast knows now. Oh, that's why Bex has suddenly gone muted. Oh. Oh, no! 
I, I might have to give a Steam a Tamagotchi at some point now instead. <laughs> <laughs> a Tamagotchi of their own character. <laughs> That's true meta has begun. Oh god. So much meta. Um, but yeah. Like Vizur just said, you probably see the top of the hat. And what would you like to do with that information, Micah? And I just gonna fly over closer to the elevator and just look at Rai. She blinks at him. Did you hear something? Is that what this is all about? She does the thing where you like press your two index fingers together and she's like, maybe. And you didn't want to tell anyone why. She she just looks away, whistling. Okay. I can't whistle, so. Okay, without being too loud, you need to go three floors further down. I'll see you there. She makes the motion and, like, can you carry me? I can't carry you through the elevator, great, no. <laughs> Damn it. And then he's gonna fly down three more floors and be certain that whatever hallway it is this sudden hat is hiding in is watched over. <laughs> so this... Oh, go on. Uh, the, this the, did we all hear that it's three, eh, three oh, yeah, yeah. floors down? For that, it was just mainly to it, it was okay. just to ride to emphasize it because she was after all the one that started oh. all this. Uh, can Ash like wander out of the elevator and over to like the railing? Sure. Can oh my they make that okay. jump to like oh from like where god. they are to oh the next? Oh my god! Like, You're gonna ambush them. Down? You'd need to be very precise for that, and Lycar is just gonna stare at him and go like, what the- I'm gonna say you would need to make an acrobatics check, but if you fuck this up, you probably <laughs> will be rolling a new character. I... Hang on. No, I, got, I, got, I, I got a genius idea. Watch this. Oh no. Oh, when someone says that, you know it's not. I'm just saying. Aren't you still at the bottom of a pile? I haven't heard people getting out of it yet. Well, I was, I was, I did say that Orion was getting, uh, gently yeah, around and helping Orion people was, out. Yeah, like, helping us up. Um. So, meanwhile, while you two were talking, I would have assumed that we would have all gotten up at that point, would have started to head out the elevator, and then heard you guys going three floors down and been like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, if I use my step of the wind, I can technically fly, like, 90 feet. Would that get me to, like, three floors down? If it says it can grant you flight, then yes, that get you more than Hang three on, I'll, I'll, I'll put it Ooh. in the chat. Remember, it's in a square okay. shape. This is going all the way down, so all you need to really do is hang, dangle, and let go. Or if you're being yep. really ballsy, oh, it's wow. a jump across. I need to play a monk with this subclass, gosh. So can, can I fly over to the, like, three floors down? Yes. Nice. I would like to do that, please. Yes. And Fucking not somehow explode? Question mark. Yeah. I don't think you'd explode. I don't think you'd explode. You still have a slow fall. So unless you completely biffed it, you would still at least be able to, you know, break your fall. Nice. Monks, man, monks. They can jump off cliffs and still be okay, depending. Yeah, I mean, they're weird, yeah, that's so... Like, that, that's like a big... Uh, oh, nice! 
Yeah. Um, Ash is gonna like start running around with like the rest of their movement speed because they they did the dash as part of Wings Unfold, Step of the Wind. So they have mm. like whatever their remaining movement speed is. Just gonna like start searching around for person and or thing. So for you, Azura, you just see person jump three floors from above you diagonally down onto your floor. Can that person um, make a constitution saving throw for me, please? Oh no! I fucking knew I was going to explode! I'm going to have to pull up... It's not exploding, you're fine. I'm just going to get this ready again. (laughs) Brilliant! Right, um... So this is what I've done. That's not it. That's not it. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? You, your complexion yep. goes black and white as you hear um, the closing of a pocket watch echo in your ear. You're frozen in time. <gasps> Is this weird? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be a whole person, not this. Oh my gosh. So did you, when did you cast the spell? I would have cast it very soon after, um, like, I guess you would have landed, you would have started looking around, and then sort of after you were sort of, after Ash had finished running around, they'd just freeze. Okay, cool. Like, probably mid-run. I, I was just <laughs> wanting to double check that you're not doing it mid-jump. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Cases wings like, only last oh. a turn. Oh god. I'm not out here to kill anyone's characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have been like oh really Looney Tunes, like Ash starts character. like flying, stops, <laughs> and then plummets. Oh my god. So since a hostile action has been taken towards the party, this will be a proper turn of initiative and combat. Yep. That's what I thought. So we will keep the same initiative order. Yep. And it does start well. Is Lavender in that? Lavender is in that. Yes. Oh wait, no, I didn't think Lavender. The other one. The other one. Valentine, I'm sorry. Yep, they're they're there. So they've got the eleven point fifteen initiative. Valentine that'll count as a free action your momentary stasis. Yes. Um we will also give this to you as a free turn, so you still have bonus action movement. He's gonna use the, um... I don't think he really has a bonus action thing he can do. No, I don't think he does. Um, But he's going to use his movement to sort of, I guess, try and move in in a way that's, like, closer. But also keeping his distance. Try to stay hidden still. He's trying to hide himself more. Okay. So he's not doing a very good job. So it'd still be to that five stealth. Yeah. He's trying to hold himself more. It's probably not working because he's now been seen. Like, if anything, the fact that Ash is frozen in time would probably give it away. But there's something going on here. And seeing already, and then someone getting completely stoned is just like, yeah, yeah, someone's there. <laughs> <laughs> stoned. Uh, I would say from your position, Ash would be 60 foot on your right. Mm. So you would, <laughs> he would be somewhere around here on the square. Yeah, he's gonna 
They're pretty frozen. Yeah, he's going to move 30 foot then to his... Right, would this last until Valentine's next turn in the initiative, or would it last until a bit later on? Because it says until my next turn or until the creature takes any damage. So if somebody decides to bitch slap him and do one damage to him, it would end. If nobody okay. touches him or an opponent, i.e. you, doesn't touch him, then it wears off when your next turn hits. Okay. So, yeah. sorry, carry on. I think he would move 30 foot to his right. Okay, so that would place you about somewhere still on this strip. Um, so, at this point, the elevator comes down another three floors. The doors open and the rest of you get out of it. And we'll then start with Raya's turn. So, you would so, be... Yeah. Raya's actually going to use... Can I it's use her passive perception down. to look... It would... Unless I know what your passive perception is, that is active. 19. So, roll me perception check anyway. Alright. I keep having to get out of my chair because I'm. I had sugar. Alright, so. Alright, bouncy. Alright, yeah. who had the gremlin Fort sugar? Dead, not me. You heard she brought pie. I had I moon pie. I didn't, I didn't think it had that much sugar in it. It has a lot. <laughs> Yeah. It could be worse. She could have sugar, uh, sugar and coffee. Yeah, hearing that from someone that started exercising and then filling themselves with sugar. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I know that part. So yeah, your passive perception would kick in at 19 and you would notice the hat. She's definitely going to just start hanging straight over and she's like, Hello? That How is a long way away from you, but sure. Well, yeah, she's just like speaking very loudly in hopes that whoever it is will hear her. Uh, and she's gonna go the full thirty Which... feet that she can. You Which... can do you can do sixty feet, can't you? Can Would you not attach? Oh yeah. Wait. Okay. I mean, oh would... yeah. Where is Ash in 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 respect to us coming out of the elevator? So, Ash would be here. Ah. Oh. You would be somewhere on this side. Elevator is pretty obvious. Yeah. So actually, you probably would notice uh, notice Ash just suddenly in mid run. So on her wait, so where is Rai then? At the elevator. Just just at the elevator. Rai is going to kind of get over here and smack and like just punch Ash in the lower back. The question is, would you know oh, that to stop it? Yeah, exactly. No, you wouldn't. True. Know that would end the effect. She's. Kind of just going to go over to him and stand by his side. It's just like, Ash? And snap at his face. Ash? Ash? You can by the way, I think, while you're in this oh. um, in this moment, Ash. You can speak like that like, to people. Can they? I think old yeah. P has the RB. Yeah, old P Old P. But uh, she is still calling out towards the hat. Hello? Who are you? I would say that would be enough for your turn. Yes. 
Okay, then. Lavender. Howdy. So, you have now come out of the elevator. Okay. Roll me a perception check. Oh, fuck. Good roll, guys. You would see the hat, but definitely the frozen ash. The frozen, yeah, the frozen ash. And Riot, like, you hooing him. Okay. So, we don't see Valentine yet. Yeah, no. we do. You do. Well, no. you see a hat. You see a hat. Oh, I see a hat. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lavender just looks a moment at Ash, a bit confused, and... First just asks Ryth, do you, do you know what's wrong with them? I don't even think Ryan would recognize this. <laughs> Ryan would not recognize this. No, given her background and everything, no. This is too no. far out of her wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. So okay. she's like, just as confused as anyone else. So, Lavender sort of sees the hat in the distance. Guesses that possibly the hat might have something to do with it. Just calls out. Hello! Is this anything to do with you, by the way? Mr. Hat? Lavender stealing hearts on the first turn. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I love you it. Are, you're not allowed to be so cute. <laughs> oh no. Lavender, I'm like crying. Lavender's so cute. <laughs> They're adorable. That's what they see. So that's what they say. <laughs> say what you see. I love it. Anything else you'd like to do, Lavender? Um, if there's no response from the hat for the meantime, I think they will just poke Ash a little bit <laughs> out of curiosity. Okay. Going, are you alright? You start randomly poking a frozen ash. You don't see any instructions on how to defrost an ash ball out of his pocket, but... <laughs> how to defrost an ash? Must be weird to see no, a bioglass think... frozen in time. I think what? in that case they're just going to watch the hat in the distance. Right. Or... Ulti, you're back. You can talk. While you're frozen in time. Yeah, but it's like more immersed this way, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't, the rules don't say you can't. So you're incapacitated, though. I mean, to be fair, though, if they're frozen in time, wouldn't it come out really warped? Probably. Can can, can their eyes like still move around? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a really funny image. It is. <laughs> Out, they're just they're really. just doing like the little like awkward looking side to side, <laughs> like a silent plea of help me. <laughs> right. Not even his eyes can stay still. You are out Hi. of the elevator. Yes, sir. Roll me yes, a perception. Of course I am. 
Oh god, this will go well. Uh... Oh, fuck's sake. Do you see a hat? Do you see a frozen ash? Do you see oh. a lavender poking the frozen ash? Do you see Ryan okay. waving her hand in front of Ash's face? Okay, honestly, if not for the fact that there was Ryef and Lavender sort of checking over Ash, um, he probably would go over to them, but he definitely gives like a very concerned glance over to Ash, but that honestly makes him very, as usual, as we know Orion is, very protective and very agitated over the fact that somebody's clearly done this to Ash because he's suddenly frozen in mid-run. So, sorry, they're, they're frozen in mid-run, so he's going to put a ha he's not taking out his weapon yet, but he's definitely going to put a hand on one of his rapiers and slowly start making his way, like, he's not directly approaching the hat, because he doesn't know if it's a person or if it's a magical object, etc. Um, but he's going to start slowly and cautiously approaching and be like, look, I don't know if you're a thing, a creature, a magical item, a person, but who or whatever you are, you're not supposed to be here, and what it- I'm gonna take a gander and assume that you did that to my friend Ash, so if you could kindly release him and explain exactly what you're doing here, I would very much appreciate it, considering this is my family's archive. Oh. Like her. Flying in through the hallway. Flying in. Take a look at this mysterious hat. You see the hat? You knew the hat. Is there anything underneath the hat? Roll... Roll me perception and we'll see what happens on the next turn. Hmm. Aww. Aww. Sake. Hey, what's bound to happen with all the good rolls being used? Do you even see the hat? <laughs> Do you even see the hat at this point? <laughs> saw the hat, just not the wearer of the hat. Hmm. But we will see what happens with that. For Valentine. Okay. Ash is moving again. Ash now has movement back. Oh, thank god. Congratulations. Um... Fleeing runs into Rai's hand. Um, uh... <laughs> Valentine is gonna say something back, I guess. It's... You're the user of blood magic? DM, am I allowed to respond, or should I wait till my turn? I'm gonna say yes. That doesn't answer my question! I'm gonna say yes, you can respond. Um, okay. Then Orion kind of like ever so slightly imperceptibly kind of like tightens his grip on his rapier and is just like I don't see why that's pertinent keep this up and I can do it to you as well yeah sweetie I'd love to Hi. okay roll the constitution serve fuck Orion <laughs> 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 oh, the fuck about and find out yeah, he does fuck about and find out. He's a moron. <laughs> uh, we roll that. Wait, what? No! Roll that. <laughs> 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 You're one of them. <laughs> you succeeded. No. Oh god, I'm gonna cry. No! You are frozen in time. You oh. see, how it works is you see yourself break free of it, 
and then you almost feel yourself go back in time and you're frozen. Like, basically, you walk a couple steps forward and you feel yourself go backwards and get frozen. I'm going to assume Orion can at least make some sort of noise. The you noise that The noise that definitely comes out of his throat is irritated, agitated, and has the of, I'm going to make you pay. He steps out after this. And sort of makes himself known. How close to the flying satyr? Please, introduce your character to the party. <laughs> and so you see... Oh yeah. And the, the Sable Ferret is in the, um, if you go into the voice chat and then you click short chat, you'll be able to see him there. Um, but you see this very well-dressed half-orc gentleman. He stands at about six foot seven. Ooh. And he has black hair down to like mid-back. Mid where on top of his head is a, is a black sort of fedora with feathers in the top. He's wearing a um, a white shirt, a waistcoat, black pants, and a pair of boots that you can hear clicking against the floor as he walks. They've got nice heels on them. And a overcoat, like sort of a brown colour that is draped over his shoulders. His eyes are pink, by the way. I just thought I'd say that. Um, I like them. I've got a picture of him. Yeah, my profile picture is drawn by the lovely Bex in chat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm showing the I'm showing a picture that I've done of him recently though. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, what? That is now Where four is characters it? in this game you have drawn. <laughs> Not including your own. I almost sent in a picture of a cat. <laughs> okay. Send all the things. Um, I misclicked. No. Um, you can put it in Hikari's art studio in the Discord. Okay, I have to go back now <laughs> to the other channel and scroll again. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, cutie! Aww. Oh, he looks cute. Riot is losing cuteness points by the second. Hey! What the no. fuck? Everybody shares cuteness points. Um, but when he walks out, he looks quite stern. Um, clearly carrying a lot of books and stuff on his person. And he has this pocket watch laced through his fingers, the chain, and then the actual watch itself in the center of his hand. And you can probably add two and two together. That's what he's casting the spell through, whatever's frozen you. I don't want to hurt anyone. I'm just here to get some stuff, I suppose. Ryan gives you a very clear look of I don't believe you and to the to the I'm just I'm just here to get some stuff and just a very clear look of like you are Now oh, it looks like these archives have been standing for longer than you have um, 
I'm assuming now that you're not the blood magic user. Maybe an ancestor of yours. He can't answer technically, so. <laughs> but he looks to the rest of the party as well. Right, it's just kind of staring at him. It's st mainly staring at his weasel. Oh, whoa. Staring at his parrot. Parrot. Can I pet that? She, really wants to pet the weasel. she points at the weasel. Just, of course. Can I pet it? She makes yeah. grabby hands at it. Orion is giving you such a look from where he's frozen. Like how he's <laughs> flying in small circles around this new interesting figure upside down in the air and just staring. And now his look is going to Lycar. <laughs> okay. Esteem. Uh, how far away is Esteem at this point? You're still at the elevator, so you're... yeah. Okay, am I on the correct floor? Yeah, yeah, you're you all on the okay. same floor. Okay, I got confused for a second about what floor I was actually on. Um, okay, and... Can I... Do I have enough movement to get around to where everyone else is? Um, well, you got where Ash's picture is. That's where Lambda and Rye is. Orion's still basically at the elevator. And then you got Valentine over here. So, 60 feet to be in combat range of Valentine. Um... So this like this square in the middle is this that is doom do not step into the middle so i can see i can see everyone from where i am oh definitely okay i just was confused about whether that was a wall or whether it was like a no a... that is a chasm to yeah so this is like a walkway round yeah it's literally okay, cool. a walkway in a square okay um yeah esteem uh would have out of the elevator and seen Orion frozen and then just like stood there for a couple of seconds long enough to realize that Orion was not moving at all and then just be like what have I done it's easily undone I cannot do it oh you did this wait who are you I'm Valentine, it's very nice to meet you. Um, uh, I'm Esteem. Um, what? Uh, d how did you do this? Why did you do this? He was threatening me. I mean, I don't I... think you're supposed to be here. Sorry, Orion just gives a very, I know Steam can't see it, but a very clear look of thank you, Esteem. Bohorda <laughs> <laughs> didn't seem too concerned. Well, he let you in? Well, kind of. I, I came in through the wall. <laughs> um, anyway, it's if you're not going to hurt me, then I won't hurt you. I thought you were some kind of ancient guardians of this place. 
either uh, you're as curious as I am, or, and he looks to Orion, you have other business here. Orion is still frozen! <laughs> I think, um, like, I obviously I know that this isn't, like, the same thing that Esteem does, but Esteem doesn't, so can he just, like, check to see if he can sense what kind of magic or ability that Valentine is using, um, in whether he is using the weave, because he kind of, he just assumes, like, hang on. That's so not a check. Fun. Cool. Uh, that's 15. Um. You know it's not the weave, mm -hmm. but this isn't magic that would be in your knowledge base. Okay. But you would obviously recognize it as time-based magic. Mm -hmm. Okay, just so I know where he's at. It's like Play-Doh weave without the weave. <laughs> Weave light. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> weave light. All these everyday essentials weave. Yeah. Esco value weave. Oh my god. A dummy's no. guide to weave. <laughs> um yeah, if I I don't know if I still have time in my turn, so um what, what would you intend to do if you had time in your turn? He was just gonna ask a Valentine to please let Orion go. I mean you can you can ask. Yeah, he'll just yeah, he'll just be like, um, do you want? He's he's not gonna do anything to you, so do you want to please let him go? Okay. Um. Esteem does put like his his hand on Orion's arm to make sure that he doesn't do anything when he's freed. <laughs> I don't know what what assumptions people are making here. Well, you can Hello. see that Orion is agitated. I think the hostility has cooled down enough to take away the turn order. Okay. The what what if I want to fight? Then the turn order is immediately going. Rise immediately going over to the ferret with her arms outstretched. The ferret actually does run over to you. He's very soft. Cuddles. And He's now he... doing all the cuddling. Lavender's sort of. Eyeing the ferret is sort of thinking it's very cute, but also just staying next to Ash in case Ash gets unfrozen and decides to do something stupid. I already got unfrozen. Yeah, you I did. was waiting for my turn. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. It's Orion. So yeah, I can do this. <laughs> how much How much movement do I... Can I, like, get up to Valentine? Yeah. Yeah, we're not in nice. combat anymore, so... Oh, no. Ash is gonna run like right up to Valentine, and like even though Ash is almost like certainly shorter, he's gonna like get up in their face and be like, "You froze me. I don't appreciate that." <laughs> you wanna go? You wanna go, bro? <laughs> you wanna go? <laughs> don't do that again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he looks down at you, um, and he takes a step back. Hey, you better run. And then, have, I been, have I been unfrozen? <laughs> no, I've been trying to oh. say it like the. the... <laughs> okay, well, I was just wondering. <laughs> I've been getting around to that. Um, he clicks open the pocket watch that he's holding again, and you can move. Oh. Can people please stop doing that? 
Do you have a history of it? Sorry, say again, you cut out a bit there for me. Do you have a history of being frozen? <sighs> You'd be surprised. But, hang on, wait! Getting distracted here. What? One, what the hell are you doing here? Two, how th All I heard was that you came through a wall and that Hu Hubert didn't immediately evacuate you? And, excuse me, what are you going to take? Uh, I think you need express permission from the person who whose family owns this archive? To be honest, we thought it was long abandoned. Yeah, no. I still... Still part of the family, so technically, unless my dad's dead, which I don't know yet if he is, it's still in use. And to be fair, even if I was dead, and all my family were, Hubert still technically runs this place, so... Is Hubert? Sorry, say again, can you, can you, this guy uh, keeps coming out. Uh, who is Hubert? Uh, the Beholder, who is kind of the uh. guardian of this place? Oh, he is the ancient guardian of this place, okay. Well, guardian, librarian, again, we're getting off topic, so... Orion still has, like, a hand on him, because he's still just like, what is this conversation? What? We don't know if they're friend or foe yet. Why is everybody so trusting? Like, he's got that kind of countenance. But... Vi just gives you a look of, do you need a butterfly chill pill? <laughs> Orion just gives her a clear look, clear look of, like, look, look of, like, Actually, just just glares at her. Doesn't even give her a look. Just glares at her. You explode the butterflies. No! Stop kissing her! Stop doing this to me! <sighs> okay, he's butterfly. You're Valentine, yes. Who is this? Um. This is Vi. Oh, um. Yes, and who you are? I am Violet Lee. Violet Weave. I've met Esteem. And he sort of looks to Esteem and Violet Weave. Mm-hmm. Okay. She'll give you a visual reference to Violet Weave. Find the damn thing. <laughs> I think I got one last session yes. when I was sitting in. Because I yes. still couldn't find it then, and I can't find it again now. Um, and you are? Um, Argent. You, you and obviously saw Brian just burst into all these butterflies. Yeah, sorry, I would answer if I could, but I'm butterflies. <laughs> I'll put him back in a moment. Just let him cool down yeah. a bit. Do I te am I technically the butterflies? Can I can they just fly around agitatedly? <laughs> I mean these butterflies make up of you, so you have a lot of butterflies you could technically control. I would like to fly them agitatedly over to Vi in a manner of undo this. <laughs> no. Um how did you do that? Oh, I just I used the weave, and this is something I can use the weave to do. Same as oh, just pop someone out of existence that I dislike. And your entire history and timeline and your entire family lineage. Is that saying, is that being said in a threatening manner? That's just being said in a matter of fact 
manner. Okay. One of that comes across as not the best thing that I can. Do I am I familiar with the weed? Do I know what it is? Um make me a history check. Ooh, I'm proficient in this. You might have heard some drips and drabs. Um, I roll like shit, though. Vespertine may have mentioned it something about the weave once. Vespertine knows it not. Only certain people can control it, he said. Is uh, is Valentine kind of like muttering that to himself, or can we hear it from where we're standing? Um, he's sort of talking to himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. You might not catch all the words, but you catch some key pointers. Honestly, if Butterfly, Butterfly Orion just hears Vespertine. He's gonna stop his agitated flying at Vi, and it's gonna slowly start. In, if, if if butterflies could convey curiosity, it's gonna start curiously flying over <laughs> to Valentine. Careful of the edge, Orion. I might put you back. Oh, butterflies can't growl. <laughs> no, uh, you're not tiny winged dogs. James <laughs> gives Vi like a, a a look of can you please like just to give him a second. Okay, since <laughs> you you just back into normal Orion. And then he'll he'll look at Valentine and be like, "Did you say Vespertine? Is that who sent you?" Yes, he is, um, he's my mentor. Do you know him? We've met. Orion he... turns to look at Esteem. <laughs> yeah, I kind of hadn't got around to explaining the whole thing yet. Yeah, Because we... you haven't. And yeah, Michael we... just points to Valentine. Yeah, we kind of got interrupted. Um... And who are you? And let's turn it to look at, um, Micah. Should I return us all to that room? Would, would that be easier for everyone? If you would like, but uh, I'm Lycar. Lycar. Pleasure to meet you. It's nice to meet you as well. And he sort of does a little, uh, little bow. Lycar so. nods his head and gives a big smile, still hanging in the air, upside down. Upside <laughs> <laughs> down, oh my god. Love Vi it. Violet just claps her hands together and you're all now just back in that room on the fourth floor. <laughs> I will never get used to that. As well as Valentine. Is Rice still cuddling by Weasel? Yes. Well, that's what that feels like. Lavender. Lavender in there, surprised, just immediately sort of Crumples to the floor. You've <laughs> oh. got a little, uh, you got a little ferret, uh, hanging around with you though. It does. Hmm? You do. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Lavender just sees the ferret, sort of picks it up and starts playing with it a little bit. 
stroking its head. Orion was gonna Orion was gonna go over and check on Lavender if they're okay. But honestly the minute he sees them playing with the ferret and he's not really sure if animals like him because it, he's never had he hasn't got a good track record. So he's not gonna tempt fate. But he's just gonna essentially check on Lavender from a distance that they're Lavender says okay. to the ferret. That's Orion over there. He's very nice. Go and say hello. So, clue you in, Azur, that um, yeah, Lavender can freely talk to animals at a constant and plants, so your weasel can have a literal conversation with Lavender. Would that count as, like, um, a sort of, like, magical familiars? Yes. Or not? So, I, I would still say they fall under the rules as... If a person can talk to an animal, they can also talk to a familiar fluently, same as your communication with your own familiar. Okay. You see um, Luca sort of do the little ferret hop from side to side. And then... Um, just a bit of... Yes, I will go say hi. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lavender puts the ferret down and... Run over to Orion. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, but Orion kind of slightly because usually animals don't approach him, and when he approaches animals, it doesn't tend to go well. When you approach half fox, it doesn't go very well either, apparently. Look, he's had a time. (laughs) He's a bit of a sassy bitch today. But Orion's just gonna stand still. He is not approaching Ferret because the last time he approached an animal it didn't go well. Oh, uh, Lupa's just smelling your feet. <laughs> then sp- pretty much smelling calf calf length boots that have actually has he prestigitated? No, he probably hasn't. So probably has a fair amount of like grass and mud, etc. So that's probably mostly what he smells. Um. I, I'm sorry. I had to freeze you one time. Um, I honestly thought you were coming down to kill me. Trust me. I use this excuse a lot, and it's not really an excuse. But we've had a time, and I mean, Ash can attest to this. When we first met them, I wasn't exactly trusting of them, so. There are reasons, but uh, I'll give you a probationary period. I'm still a little bit miffed about the whole you coming in here without permission and intending to take something without permission, so... (sighs) But there is that whole matter of you being mentored by Vespertine and, well, aside from esteem, it seems, the rest of us only know know Vespertine by word of mouth. Okay, and what is he to you? I I can't speak for everyone else, especially esteem, it seems, but uh, at least to me, just someone... 
someone and he keeps trying to say it like there's this tone to his voice that keeps getting like it like it's like it's progressively harder and harder for him to say what he's trying to say and but eventually he's like somebody i care about mentioned um, mentioned vespertine to me and that they would tr go and try and find him. okay So, and to be fair, there was a little bit of a thing about a a journal or a spell book. It was the same thing at the same time, so they definitely seem like a powerful person, so might have been an option for us to go and find them at some other things. I can get in touch with him. Uh, I don't know even what I'd be getting in touch with him for. But maybe the others would. I just... At this point, Orion's just kind of get, catching on that this is probably, hopefully, not a bad guy. Um, so it's just gonna tentatively be like... Actually, I'm gonna roll an insight check. I'm gonna roll to see if they actually do know... Vespertine, if they're not lying. I'm gonna at least do that. Um... Okay. You are calling the new big bad hotline. <sighs> Good god. You have reached out to Vespertine. <laughs> I'm guessing with that low roll, I believe them. Yeah, you believe them for that roll. Okay. In that case, going forward then, he's just gonna be like... Look, I just heard them from... Do you do you know of the Nilo family? Do I know of the Nilo family? Would that be like a noble to noble situation? Um, I would say Bex would have Vespertine freely talk about their time with Will. I think he would. I think it would it would definitely be significant enough to him to have mentioned it. Yeah. So yeah, through. Vespertine, you would know about William, the whole night of Will's family, their relationship together. Oh, hello, train. Train. The train approves as well. Train! <laughs> the train approves! Yay! You are now train approved. Con congratulations. Yay! You mean, like, um, you mean Will? Orion's eyes kind of widen at that because he wasn't really sure whether to believe Rosa or not. Or, you know, just... But, um... And it's like... Yeah, the person I was talking about who wanted to go and find Vespertine was his daughter. Okay. But, um... Can talk more about that in a second, but um, mind answering my earlier question as to what you were looking for? That's a good question. What did Vespertine ask me again? You are looking for a book connected to the ruins that he has currently been studying. 
the ruins are to the far southeast. You're not 100% sure of the exact location as you use a mirror in Steam's kind of office where he teaches at the academia. And you walk through the mirror and it takes you out into the ruins where Vespertine has set up his own little camp to stay so there would it be and study. The, would it be the ruins, the ruins in the Dragon Desert then? Um, no, these are much further. These are off-map. This is an this is an off-map location, um, which obviously you have been to. But Vespertine's getting to the point where he is very stumped on what these ruins mean, and also the massive portal and how to activate it that is in these at these ruins as well. So. He has now been pushed to find any knowledge, either in the archives or the Library of Orchids. Okay, and do I have a name for these ruins? Is is Vespertine given it a name, if it's not got an official name? Uh, the DM has not come up with an official name as of yet. <laughs> okay. Um, because I think the up... names that I do have are way too on the nose. Okay. okay. I'm looking for a book... Regarding some ruins in the southeast, uh, further than the Dragon Desert, a lot further than that. DM, um, I'm gonna guess that we have no knowledge of those ruins. No, you have no knowledge of these ruins. I'm also looking for um some books on time, uh, books on dreams. Okay, um, well, the archive's full of books, but whatever books you find, and you find information on, once you leave, you leave them here. I highly doubt Hubert would be very happy for you to take the books, and honestly, neither would I, even though they're not really mine to lay claim, claim over, considering they're my ancestors, but nevertheless, part mm -hmm. of the Argent family, so therefore they've been down to me, so, but you're... I understand. You have a, a family legacy, I suppose. Orion kind of twinges a bit when you say family. And it's like, um, I wouldn't quite call it a family connection. Call it a... a needing a loyalty to my ancestor, who seemingly out of all of them, seems the only one that wasn't Either batshit evil or batshit crazy. Well, he was using extremely frowned upon magics. Yeah, and I've recently started doing that too. Is that going to be a problem? Oh, so you are using it. Technically. Well, that's what that is. Uh, yeah. That was something I was going to mention earlier. I just... I forgot to kind of segue into that, but it's nothing to worry about. I've just... I just decided to make the decision of... My families were blood hunting for all the wrong reasons. It's not what blood hunting is about, at least not in my mind. Blood hunting is about using your own blood to protect people, not kill every creature on this planet that you deem bad, which is what my parents did. 
and I never approved of it, which is why I refused to go into it in the first place. But now there's a new reason to have it. My parents are dead, then I'm taking over the family and I may as well start everything new. Which comes with the blood hunting. And if it allows me to protect people, which it has up until this point, like half, then I'm going to continue using it. It doesn't have to be bad unless you paint it that way. And honestly, if a bit of life essence is all I have to sacrifice and to keep my friends safe, I'd happily give that and more. I... I get it. So yeah, I do do a bit of blood magic, I guess. It's more Besides. like... Besides, yes, I think you're the first bloodcaster I've met. It would be interesting to see how you do it. Well, unfortunately, I've exhausted my options for today when we see fighting. God, was that? I was. Oh, yeah, I've unfortunately exhausted it, but if you stick around long enough and we happen to get into a fight or something, then may just get a first-hand view, but uh, at this moment, unless my parents show up, which I hope not, I probably am the only remaining one, unless my grandfather also does that. I don't want to find out. Mm. But I'm no pro, so don't look to me for experience. I just I was taught how to use it, and I went through the whole ritual to make sure I knew how to do it. I just never completed the trial until recently. Okay, well, it's better than nothing. It definitely is when it helps at least a little bit. But uh, you're at least welcome to look for the books you need and take notes like we've been doing which is why we're here just to answer your earlier question um, but I think in this essence I'm going to have to step aside for esteem because it sounds like you know a bit about Vespertine more than we do hmm. well he's uh, taught me most of what I know Ryan's um, eyes go wide at that He's been uh, my mentor at the academia for, and he sort of starts counting on his fingers, S six years? Alright, so Steam, how did you, I mean, I know you had your, uh, your two-month period time in the technically future, but also present day? Yeah. Um, so, uh, you met Vespertine? It's weird. Um, so, I don't think I actually got around to explaining anything to some of you, but I went in 
the period of time where I went off into the library, I actually went into the future with Bai and we were there for a period of around two months, but for you it was like five minutes. And then I yeah. my test to confirm that I could use the weave correctly was to come back safely. Mm -hmm. uh, which I managed, obviously. Um, not mm -hmm. not obviously that like I thought I would do it, but um, yeah. Uh, so while I was there, I got taught the methods of the weave by my older self, um, which is very strange. Yeah. Um, kind of looking at what I could end up being, but also potentially not. And also I met Vespertine and Will, but they were children. And I know that doesn't make sense with the time scale. No, so you, you mentioned that. I was very confused because obviously from the little I had seen of Will and what I'd heard of Vespertine, I didn't think they were going to be kids in that time period. But uh, they said they had fallen victim to a curse that had made them into children. They were trying to undo it. I asked if they wanted help, but they said that they were figuring it out. And during the period in which I was there, studying my own thing, they were studying theirs. And I figured from talking to them, I talked to Will, and I tried to figure if he knew about what we'd witnessed in the forest with his wife um and he didn't seem to know what i was talking about i didn't outright say it i said i think i've seen you before we were following you in the woods and that's as far as i got and he said he didn't remember it it could have been a different timeline mm. so that will that i met and that vespertine had been a couple for the whole time they had known each other it sounded like that that Will had not met his wife or had Rosa and I didn't want to say anymore because then potentially I could mess up time and also I just like after seeing what happened to Will in our time I didn't want to maybe it sounds silly but I just saw them happy as children and I just didn't want to like come in with terrible news and you know I didn't want to mess anything up so I just didn't say anymore and just left them to do their research and they got on with it. So I don't have a full scope of how much knowledge Vespertine has or Will has about anything because, and he kind of glances towards um, Vi for confirmation as he's saying this, um, from my understanding that was kind of potentially a branching timeline that might not happen or might not connect to anything so that version of me might never come to pass, that version of Will and Vespertine might not exist. Um, I mean, in our timeline it doesn't exist because Will married someone else um, and that whole situation happened. So from what I do know of them, it might not be accurate at all to what's actually happening in our timeline. That is a lot to process. Yeah. 
Okay. That does bring a thought to my mind, though, because, um... Wait, um... Valentine, did you say that Vespertine is located in Academia? Yes. Right, that's when he gives a look to everyone of recognition, and it's just like, that's where we were told to go to take Nayari so that she could get, well, hopefully get treated. Mm-hmm. Valentine sort of tilts his head a little, but he's like, yeah, I've, I've only been here for like 10 minutes, so... <laughs> What was the last one, sorry? He's like, he like, he tilts his head, but he's also like, yeah, I've only been here for like 10 minutes. Yeah. So go off. <sighs> Valentine, who is, is there any physicians where you are that could potentially fix somebody, well, back in academia, that somebody could fix a very critically... <sighs> I don't know how to put this. Somebody with broken neck. Well, probably. I mean, is uh, is Valentine's family from Academia? Yeah, your family are part of the nobility in Academia. Yeah. You're kind of like the people that donate money to the school and attend parents' <laughs> evening. Oh my god. You um, are the PTA, Karen. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, yes, if you have enough money on you. Brian kind of looks to it like in. I think he has. I'm not sure. Um, oh, he's got a fair amount on him, and I think he might have some in the bag of holding. Um, I think the bag of holding was a whole party fund. Oh yeah, I know, I know. I'm just checking it out because there is no. Uh, this is individual because I've done it individually by person. Nobody's put their money into the bag of holding except for Orion, and Orion has quite a significant fucking sum. He doesn't spend money, at least not recently. He hasn't spent money since he bought Raya that armor back in the Underdark, and I think we actually collabed together to get her that. Um, so he's got like. He's, he's got a lot. He's got 300 platinum pieces, 2,000 gold pieces, 1,000 silver pieces in the bag of holding, and then he's got, on his, on his person, 908 gold pieces and 70 platinum pieces. He's got a significant amount. Yeah. Damn. Got okay. <laughs> he's got cash. Um, yeah, but he really, he, there's nowhere to spend it. The world's going to fucking hell. So, um... So Orion just kind of, like, thinks for a second, do I have it? And then kind of, like, reaches into the bag of holding and, like, feels it. Knows he has some sort of money in there, but doesn't remember how much. And realizes just by feeling the weight of it in his hands, he doesn't want to bring it out. Because that's, like, flashing your money around and asking for trouble. Um, and then quickly realizes just by the weight, it is pretty hefty. And just kind of, like, puts it back and is like, I don't think that's going to be a problem, but, um... First, we'd have to get back to Nayari and get her to get her to Academia. That's gonna be. Well, 
you don't trust me at all, really. But I wouldn't mind going on a slight detour if you needed any help. I mean, I'll be going back to, acad to academia anyway. And if you want to meet Vespertine, well, he's not exactly the most open of people. Um, mm, that's surprising given... Well, actually, that is not surprising given, the, given some of the Nilos. But, um, I don't exactly not trust you. Trust me, if I didn't, I'd be marching you out of here and not offering you to stay and read and read my family's archive of books. But if you can understand, you're kind of on a trial period, at least with me, because let's just put it this way. The last time I trusted one, it turned out to be not the person I thought they were, and then somebody ended up dead. That's fair. Um, I, I don't blame you. I'm not questioning you. Um, and DC Valve has often was around in his bag a little bit. And he pulls out this um, it's a piece of glass. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like it has it has a name etched on it as well, mm -hmm. and he hands it to Orion and goes, "This is uh, something from the ruins I've been asked to look into." Uh, Orion is going to instinctively, um, like start to examine it, but he's also going to bring it over to his because he has a sneaking suspicion that this is just not no ordinary mirror, and he's not that good at Archon. So he's just instantly going to go over to Esteem because Esteem's one of those people that he assumes and has seen, has a good knowledge of Arcana. Uh, it looks more like a piece of glass so from a case. Okay. Yeah, like a glass case. Okay. So, not a mirror. Okay, so, okay, yeah, but still, Orion's going straight with this disciplinary piece. That's where his mind's going. So Orion's gonna, Orion's gonna make an investigation check, but he's bringing it over to Esteem to look at however they want to do it. Um, yeah, Esteem will take it and have a look and see if he kind of senses anything about it. Um, Arcana from you, Esteem. 16? So, with a 12, Orion, you know it needs still a bit of cleaning up. Yeah. Um, with a 16, it is covered in your magic. <gasps> oh. And by looking through the weave, you can actually see your own strand tied around it. Did I hit the nail on the head? Tell what this is. Hmm. As a player, I'm piecing things together that Esteem doesn't know. Um. Okay. Orion's just gonna. Orion's just gonna. Sorry. Orion's just gonna gently put his hand on your arm and just be like, "Hey, hey, it's okay. Just take your time. We have time here." 
Um, I don't know how I know, but I think I made this or there's my magic on it. This is, this is something I did. Okay, then. Um. Um, Valentine's gonna insight this. He's a bit like... Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can't imagine he believes it. Um, even then, like, I guess he feels like he has less of a reason to doubt it as opposed to thinking that Esteem's lying all. Um, I think the shock on his face says everything. Yeah, it seems like looking at this this piece of glass with just like wide eyes, and it's kind of his hands shaking a little bit where he's holding it. Yeah, Valentine's gonna try and very gently try and take it back off you. Yeah, he he'll let you take it. Well, while that was happening, I was gonna say that Orion would have just moved to like cup uh, Esteem's hand so to sort of give him support when he when his hand was shaking. As the piece of glass leaves your hand, you notice that a, one of your own threads is like coming out of your wrist and going with the glass. It's still attached to you. Uh... <laughs> At the moment where he's like, wait, wait, wait! Um, he looks at it and then looks at Vi and is like, can you see that? Uh, can, should can, I be worried? Can you see what else is there? Can I see what else is there? Roll a d10 and add it to the arcana. Okay. I'm scared. That's a Yay. 6. So That's that a... makes it a 22. Look through it. Oh no. Um, Arthur's <gasps> going to hold it up for you to look through. At the other end, you see a tall robot-looking person with your strand. Hello. Seems to be coming through the glass. It's a giant yellow robot that suddenly gets hit by a car. <laughs> no! Fuck off! No. I'll get you, and I'll make it look like a fucking accident. <laughs> yes, it's what I want. And the robot seems to be staring through the piece of glass as well, but from the opposite end. And your strand is coming out of the glass and is wrapping around their wrist. As you see Neon. Okay. Um like Esteem would like bearing in mind the kind of like technology level that they have in, in Esteem's present time, he would he just kind of look at Neon and not really know what they are? It, yeah. More or less, it would be like a description a for your benefit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just he, he can't piece together like what he's looking at. Yeah. What? What is it? Uh, he's kind of like leaning a bit closer and just like narrowing his eyes, trying to look through it. Uh, I I don't know. Um. Uh. Person? Humanoid? Um, I'm... I don't really know what they are. 
it waves at you with the equal three emoji. <laughs> Valentine's gonna sort of lower the glass and put it away. Um, and he's gonna very. Esteem goes feral and goes golem. No! Uh, he's, gonna t- he's gonna turn to Orion and then he goes. Well, it appears that I need something from you, and you need something from me. So, how about I help you find your friend, take them to academia, and then Vespertine can talk to you, but he would also very much want to see Esteem, I think. Orion doesn't answer immediately. He answers you immediately. He looks straight at the steam and it's just like, "Steam, I... we can we can always find another way to get to them. You don't have to agree to." Um, Esteem's gaze just like followed the shard of glass where Valentine had taken it and put it back in his pocket, and he kind of snaps out of it after a moment and looks back at Orion. No, um, no, if, if this is the, the best way, if, if someone that we sort of know is already in academia and might be able to allow us to get help more easily for Nayari, um, we'll do that. And I just, I don't understand what's happening and I want to get to the bottom of this. After seeing... I know, sorry, take after seeing my potential future self, I know there's different possibilities out there for what I could have done with the weave, and it... The fact that I don't know scares me, because that's my magic there, and I don't know what I was doing with it. Or what that person, who that person was, what, what they... What they mean for us, whether it's a threat, I I don't know. I just want to get to the bottom of it. Okay. I get that, and I believe you when you say that. I just... Be careful. Sometimes when you look to find the truth, you're not always going to be happy to find. Just, But I think you know that, and I think you're willing to take the risks far far more than I ever would. And he kind of gives you like a very much a smile that is very like like clearly shows how much he respects you and um, like admires just how how willing, how much you're willing to take risks proceed to find things. He, He hasn't always been like that so and it still doesn't consider himself like that. So, but just gives you that smile and just gently sort of like squeezes your hand from where he's still slightly cupping it, but then gently pulls it away and then gives you a nod and looks over to Valentine and is like, well, if we can then, as long as Esteem continues to be okay with this, because it can change your mind. Um... Then I guess we can agree to do an equal exchange.
Well, um, I'm sure Vesper team will be very happy to hear that. Honestly, I'll be more happy to meet them if they can help Nayari and if they can help Esteem figure out some things. But I think in the meantime, you wanted to find some books, potentially? Yes. Removed? Yes. Um, tell you what, um, just, Hubert may be busy, but give him a call. He might answer, and if he doesn't, I'll happily try and help you find the right place, but he's literally the librarian and master of this place, and he knows everything, like, well, honestly, like, like the back of all of his eyes. So, just let me know if he doesn't come a-calling, because he might be busy. And I'll come and help you, but I think the rest of us just need to discuss a few things. And he kind of gives, like, our uh, look at this. He knows, like, our might have wanted to discuss a few things, as the others may, may want to. Oh, and by the way, um, is there a reason your ferret is still around me? He likes you. Give me them toes. <laughs> you notice that um, Lupa has... Are you sat down? No, I'm standing. You're standing. Yeah. Lupa is around you, on your leg. <laughs> Climbing up your leg. Okay. Orion kind of goes stiffer than he was <laughs> and it's um, like um, are you sure he likes me because most animals don't tend to? Uh, he is um, magically conjured um, Lupin is much more docile than uh, the standard ferret So are horses but the last one I met wasn't really fond of me and neither was the griffin before that so I don't exactly I have was. the best track record Make a perception right, check with Cooper. Orion just looks to Rife and it's like, that's because it's you, Rife. Still. As a. Tell yeah. me that you don't like me? Make a perception check with your ferret. Okay. Oh, that is a damn wow! Wow, this ferret is on point. Got seeing. The ferret notices a pair of eyes watching it from Esteem's hair. Oh yeah. It looks at Esteem's hair, and sort of like goes up in like a I'm threatened stance. Puffs up. <laughs> Where is he when he puffs up? Is he still on Orion, or has he jumped down now? He's on Orion's shoulder and you just feel him like puff up. Out of Steam's hair, a pair of red wings sort of spread out as the tiny dragon sort of goes to its full height and just puffs out his chest. Well, okay. <laughs> like, tiny. It, I know I'm not Sanaki, but it's okay. I don't. I don't think the ferret's a threat, and I hope you're not trying to threaten it. It just gives you a. Are you jealous? It started it. Look. <laughs> uh, Valentine. Ryan's just. Uh, 
for you, Valentine, that you would know that dragons are pretty much extinct. He, he sees this dragon, he's like, where did you get that? Uh, we didn't really get it from anywhere. Uh, kind of been with the group since for a while. And has apparently taken up residence in Steam's hair ever since. They're very rare. Yeah, pretty much non-existent size. Yeah, I'm not surprised that you, you're surprised. But, uh, let's say it's... Let's say he's ex the exception to the rule. A few reasons. You're all very lucky people. Uh, <laughs> I... things. Luckier than you think. I mean, I heard you all get stuck in that lift before. Um, it, it was, was very stinky. <laughs> Everyone it's really a... needs a bath. It's an underlying, <laughs> it's a wonder you're all still alive. <laughs> yeah, trust me, we're not as lucky as you may think, and if that was sarcastic, touche. But Orion hears Raya say, and we all need a bath, and Orion's just like, like, and just like claps, and like, cast presentation on each one of them to like basically clean them up. <laughs> Make yeah. them smell nice. We're never gonna get Contact. a weird bath scene. <laughs> no! It's literally just a magical you're all suddenly clean and have no blood or mud on you. It's... Exactly. I'm never gonna get my bath scene. No, you're not. <laughs> You've oh, got yes, a nonsense you get, scene you know, already. A day to fucking relax. Exactly. This is why you don't get the beach scenes. Because you, you never don't get allow us to us relax. To relax. <laughs> How are we supposed to have a beach scene when the world is dying around us? Still go to the beach? No! <laughs> Unless you're telling people. us the danger is at the beach. The danger is at yeah. the beach. The danger is everywhere. <laughs> Heisenberg <laughs> is there. Oh. Oh, me. But yeah, Orion's just doing that. <laughs> While I assume the ferret and the tiny dragon are still staring at each other. Yeah, Valentine's collected Looper and sort of trying to calm him down. The tiny dragon sinks back into the hair. It assumes it has claimed victory. <laughs> Naturally. But Orion's going to kind of give a look to the ferret and is just going to give a look to Valentine and is going to be like... Actually, he's not going to say anything, but it's going to be a very clear, open look of like, okay, I'm going to try this, am I allowed to pet it? Like, that kind of look. Any sort of, uh, I guess, gestures with Lupo. I, I do Orion... say it, we kind of need to move on to what other characters want to ask. Yeah. Yes, of course. Because we are pretty much now over Ye time. So, Laika, you had questions? Waka? Is Laika still alive? Do we have a Waka? Oh no, has, has done the thing again? Right, poke him with a stick. Poke, poke, poke. Huh? Oh, there you are. Did Did Laika have any questions? 
talking about what they've been talking about or in general? All of it. How much time do we have left? What, for the game in general? Yeah. Uh, we're now in overtime, but we can try and squeeze in what we can before closing. Where to begin? <laughs> At the start? Well, that depends on who start we're going with, because again, everyone has their own perspectives and everything, so therefore, you know, Lacker's just, uh, oh my god, no, am I going to go into this? Oh, fine. So, ever since we started on this wonderful adventure, ever, 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 uh, and I'm talking about way back to when we began here at, our, at the Little Inn, Orion. Mm -hmm. I felt like something has been wrong. <laughs> because everything we've been doing has been followed by one coincidence after another. Barely after all given time for any kind of relaxation, someone has always disappeared, someone has died, someone has gotten hurt, someone has all the time kept us moving around, never standing still at any one point. Everyone being, and it, it especially hit me, especially when a certain someone that apparently I have now been hearing cannot lie has been saying that he's only a queen piece. And now mm. we've been dealing with beings way above our status, grades, powers, clearly because seriously, all of this shit is a lot to take in for someone that's never been used to anything like that. Um, so. I'm going to say that with everything that we've been doing, we've never really had a plan. There's never been any kind of real answer to any of the things that we have been on doing. It still doesn't really sound like that we even have a plan right now. We're still just in the reacting phase. Mm. But after all, mainly you haven't been focused so much, understandably, on family and friends. With some being more hurt and now being focused on, and we still don't have any answers to what's going, what we're going to do with getting into a certain fucking realm that's neither alive or dead. Everything is completely crazy now. I'm still consistently feeling like that we are being pushed around like a piece on a chessboard. I don't know if this group counts as each individual piece or if we're just one pawn together. We know what one sees as a queen piece at the moment. We don't know if the thing that we've met is worse, but we know that there's something out there that can both take us away, take others we care about away, make them into goo, and... Um, Another one that has shown us very recently that they can pull us from anywhere at any time and really put us into a dangerous spot whenever they felt like they, they, that they left us where we just went from here under the wonderful red moon kind of made that starkingly clear. So my big question is what is even the plan because nothing that I have been hearing right now has been really constituting that we have some way to even find out what half of these things are, 
how we're going to deal with them aside from maybe running in and be another doorstep for them to just break in. And not even being that, we're more like a small bump in the road that's so wide that 10 horses can ride by without even noticing us with the power scaling that we're currently dealing with. Now I know, and I'm not even being, and I know for a fact, I am not the smart guy in this group, but that is what I've just noticed. And I am just feeling that we are really having a tough time here. And we've not been stopping. So my big, again, big question, really, really big question. What are we doing? How can we even win? Is there a way to win? Honestly, like I don't really have a concrete answer for you. And that's why I think we need to find more help. If no, there's I, anything we can do, do that. I get it. I get it. But let me put it this way. I've been here since day one. This all started happening. I've lost members of this group either to death or to them needing to go on to find their own destiny and figure things out. And since day one, I agree with you. I felt like a chess piece on a board, but I'm not moving under my own power. I'm doing anything and everything I can to believe that I am, but I think I gave up believing that a long time ago. So honestly, I can't speak for everyone else, but at least from my perspective, I've been trying to fight against whatever this is pushing us in certain directions and trying to negate as much damage as possible. That's the thing, Orion. You really haven't. You've just been the main core of our movement. But you haven't moved against it. That's why, as I talked about before, you needed to stop and think. And I'm happy to hear that you've at least gotten this far. But we need to think of a different approach. Because else, as far as I can recall, after all, right now we've been mainly talking about maybe going to find Nayari. And I know how important she is. I have seen how you've been looking at her. I know what it is and I've heard you. But just jumping over there right now, what are we really going to do? Because what can we do? Well, as I see it, there's two options. And I'm sorry if you see this as being very black and white. But I don't see a third option. I see either we don't go there and to help her and she dies and I have to live with that on my conscience or I take a risk and I go there to help Valentine and I get her to where she needs to be and she might survive and okay I'm not thinking of the whole picture I'm not considering every single minute option but trust me when I say this I may not say it out loud but I am thinking of as many possibilities that could go wrong as possible, and I'm willing, at least on my side, to take the risk. Why do you think, when I asked you all if I died, it was up to you whether you 
pursue making sure my brother was okay, because I'm not about to assume that you would. I'm glad that you're all helping and that you're here with me, but I'm also not expecting you to go through with that, to die for possibly saving the world. And I'm very fact that if we step into bigger things than we're ready for that that might happen that's why I want to avoid anything to do with comedy as long as physically possible because there's there was someone in our group once that said something very wise and that was this is something we need to do we need to protect people we need to keep this from happening but we're also not strong enough, we need to get strong. And at that time, I kind of snuffed it away, because how are you supposed to get strong enough to beat at the time? What we were fighting was Jericho. How do you fight a calamity? Now we found out, like you said, that Jericho is a piece in comparison to the first calamity. And I'll be honest, I don't even really want to consider going up against him unless I'm absolutely unless it's absolutely necessary. Because I know we won't win, and I can't consider that an option until until I absolutely have to. I have to think about what is the most important in order, and that's just how I think. And right now, at least to me, what's most important and what's most dire is getting Nayari. Is because then at least I can stop and think about well, what do we do from here? We're not going to go and find my brother because Vi has pretty much ruled that out because she can at least keep him safe. And, and do I'll... you remember how we left Nayara? Yes. Was she alone? No, but he couldn't do much. No, but he was already clearly on the way to take her. And if you remember, he said it was going to be an arduous journey. It was going to be easy, and he needed yeah. our help. And it's already been over a day, so that journey has already started. Well, maybe with what Valentine can do, maybe they can reverse time. Maybe do something. I have to believe in the fact that maybe there is hope. I can't just give up on her. I she know. Didn't, give up, didn't give up on me. And I'm not telling you to give up hope, but I'm telling you to think about the options here. I am what would reversing about... time really help us doing? It'll put us back potentially in a spot where we can then do irreplaceable harm. We have had this talk about time before, just in a different spot. We don't know whether it'll change anything. We can only hope the doctor has gotten far enough. Maybe we can rather get to this city and then set up maybe for everything to be ready for her to arrive if she does. But going straight back to where we were with everything that's going to happen, how we can we barely even got here. I'll call me foolishly optimistic. But I was hoping that whatever could get us to her could get us to her where she is now, not where we were before. 
It's why I've been researching, trying to find a spell, anything that maybe I could cast. But of course, I'm not strong enough. I'm not powerful enough. So anything that could be would need to be done by a wizard. Valentine gently raises his hand. Yeah, I kind of, um, I assume you can do that, that you might be a wizard or something similar. I am a wizard. So? I thought you said lizard and I was so confused. <laughs> I'm great. not a lizard. No. I'm not a lizard. I mean, I can make it a lizard. I'm... Oh no, please don't. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Rai does look confused because she does think that as well. <laughs> and admittedly, I don't know how that spell, if there is a spell for this, or if it just gets us to a place we know, a place we imagine. I don't know how it works, but I have to have hope. If I give up any hope of this turning out good, I'm gonna go insane. I will then break. I need to hold on to that hope, and even even it's even if it's foolish, that things will work out because they keep not working out, and eventually they're going to have to work out because if they don't. I don't know if I'm going to have a reason to continue, except to keep you all safe. And trust me, as soon as as soon as we get Nayari to safety. Even if she doesn't survive. I am going to be thinking of everything that needs to be done. I always am thinking of everything that needs to be done. But I'm the sort of person that puts things in a certain order that makes sense of what needs to be addressed. And right now, addressing the calamity is very bottom of that list. Because I know how that would end. It would solve many problems if we could defeat it. But we can't. We couldn't touch Jericho, and Jericho is basically, for lack of a better word, running in fear from it with his tail, tail between his legs. And that's frightening. Considering what he's capable of. So, I'm sorry if I'm not addressing the big problem here in the overall arching, but there's a reason for why and it's because I we can't do anything about it right now. I just I in my mind we need to address what we can change. Mm -hmm. And right now you're telling me in one of the biggest archives that at, at least I have ever seen that there is nothing in here that can potentially put us in the direction of something that can maybe help. Like her, there's a reason I took so long researching what I did and why I refused to rest until I was done. That's one of the first things I researched. And we've been here only for a few hours. Yeah. How many floors are there? And I know these floors. I've been here before, and Hubert's helped me. There is nothing like that here. The knowledge here only goes so far back. As my ancestor, and the first calamity is far past my my first ancestor. And as for the information on how to get where we need to without putting ourselves at risk, again, the only information I found was, "Hey, you need to be you need to find a really powerful wizard. There's no other way." That's why I asked Vi, because I know she has powers over the weave. 
I just didn't know if she would be able to do anything about it, considering that there's kind of an understated all of she can't do too much, otherwise she could fuck. Trust me, I am exhausting every fucking option I can. But when I keep coming against blockades and walls that keep saying you only have these options, I don't know what else I can do to push past that. Well, I guess there isn't even any mention of anyone else that has any understanding of the capacity of the calamities, the being that we've been up against, no knowledge to maybe point us in towards some certain city, some ancient vaults or anything that could maybe potentially give us at least some small edge or at least a hope. If there's information, it's not by books in this archive. It, it's become blatantly obvious to me that any knowledge of this particular calamity is way before my ancestor's time, and this is his archive. He started it. So all the knowledge is from when he was around and after. And as for other knowledge, we know one person, and it's Jericho, but we don't he told us a lot about them already, but not enough, and I don't know if he was deliberately withholding, or he just doesn't know. Vi doesn't seem to know anything, and I believe her in that, that she has no knowledge on them. And as far as I know, I don't know anyone who would have knowledge. I have no idea at all. The only people in my life I've ever known to have knowledge are Sanaki, and he's currently in Pandemonium. And Jericho, as said, what I've already stated. And this archive, again, already stated with this. And potentially at one point, maybe, maybe my mother. But she's otherwise, unless even otherwise, dead. Then why not seek out Sunaki? Uh, Noctis? That was also what I was... Uh, to be fair, going to bring up, because there is the whole thing of what the next step after the first one is, is getting Tanaki and Hikari back. And Noctis seems to be the solution to that, and potentially also maybe the Calamity, but honestly, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. But maybe, just maybe, but I'm honestly a little bit worried about his mental state and what he's like, considering the fact of what Ryeth once described to me about him, and he doesn't exactly give me the fuzzies, just to put it that way. It doesn't seem like you have options to really go for the fuzzy guy. You need to bite That's the bullet fair. or die trying, because if you take too long, this thing might swallow the world just before you, as you find a cure for Neari. And then you're just curing her to die. Then, maybe while... Well, then while Valentine is looking for the information they need, I assume they still he still needs... Sorry to cut out there. Um, I just said, then while Valentine continues to look for the information he still needs, which I assume he does, then we try and figure out how to talk to Noctis, and I think the only way to talk to Noctis is to go for Ryev. 
no, we don't have a lot of time, but we at least need to give Valentine time. And then maybe while they're doing that and we're trying to contact Noctis or discuss what we need to do, how we're going to tackle Agar's just going to stare up at his ceiling, letting out a big fucking sigh, and just... <sighs> okay. At least that's better than nothing. And then he'll start doing something he's definitely not done before, and then he'll start flicking his fingers against the little cylinder against his neck in a certain rhythm, over and over. And then he'll just start walking a little bit away from the table. Can I make an insight check to figure out if that's like an agitated thing or whatever that's about? You can. Yes, we don't get well. Oh, especially not well since roll 20. Being a dick. Uh, okay, fine. I'll use D&D Beyond then. Oh, that's also... Why is everything... Fine, I'll do it on my iPad. Good God. Touch this tablet. We're going to Google. My insight check. Did it roll? Oh, motherfucker! Oh, no. One natural or one, sir. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Which honestly makes sense because I had no even I had no idea. <laughs> so <laughs> you're a mystery, sir. Um, but he's going to look at least a little bit concerned about what that's about, and I honestly think he'd just file it away as like, oh god, he's fucking irritated with me. Are you trying to call someone, Walker? Potentially, yes. Oh. Okay. Did not expect that. It does eventually start to billow a form of smoke. And the smoke starts to slowly fill around Lycar until Lycar is completely out of sight in this fog. But the rhythm that he's flicking into is growing louder and louder and it becomes the only thing you can hear. Uh, what's happening? I have no idea. Lycar, is that something we need to be concerned about? Making a call. And the smoke's part of that? And you hear, Lyka. What can I do for you, my sweet? I need help. We need help. What is it you desire? More power, so we can win. How much more? Do you know what a calamity is? Which one? I'd like to say the first one. Ah. A fun subject. But not a fun opponent, my dear. That's why I'm asking. And you know I'm not doing this lightly. Of course. You don't call unless it's an emergency. 
effort to get from our home is very hard. It's not something I think I can do very often. But you always have the power inside you, my dear. I am but your guide. Blocking everything you can do, my king. And tell me the way. The first calamity was sealed by a down here named Sunapi, a boisterous boy named William, a young fair lady named Lirai, and together with the aid of a powerful wizard, Vespadine, they came up with a plan. They managed to seal Calamity in a moon far, far away. I suspect my king, that is why he has collected two pawns. Hard to seal something again if it's yours. So I would advise seek the half that runs free and combine the two. For a god that is half complete is no god at all. Do you not agree, my king? Just quit talking me, but thank you, thank you. Unfortunately, it is only knowledge I can give you. It's better than nothing. Thanks. Anything for you, my king. Return to home soon, though. I need to save this place before I can even try. Because else, there is no way to return home. If you find a way, reclaim your throne. For the Fae so are mysterious and powerful, as you know. But in this world, they could be a great boon. Stop being so demanding. <sighs> I'll get there. I'll get there. For them, and you know. You will not let us down, my I also approve of your chosen queen. We've not gotten that far yet, so you might be fine to shut up. IT. You do. Be I'll safe. talk to you next time. As always, my home is your home. And the smoke just instantly gets sucked back in. I'm going to assume that conversation was in their head. Walker? What? Was the conversation you just had with whoever that Well, the way that it was supposed to be it was more... Yeah, it, it was mainly in his head, yeah. Okay, good to know, because otherwise we'd be freaking out. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, disconnect player from character. <laughs> in that case, Orion's just going to blink at seeing the smoke, because honestly, I think he would have started to like lean into the like lavender in esteem and just giving giving them this look of like uh how gonna and then 
the smoke goes away, and this is like, um, my car did everything go well. It gave some clues. Not me that I like, but okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's becoming uh, blindingly apparent. Um, we need Vespertine badly, and then we need to get Tsunaki, and as quickly as possible. Okay, yeah, we definitely need Noctis then, if that's... Because Noctis can get us, hopefully, to Tsunaki. And I'm going to assume by your tone that we need to get Vespertine for things other than the mentioned... It's the only way that I at least know of, of how to beat the first Calamity. Shit. Is Vespertine in danger? Well, we're running out of time either way, so does that really matter if they are? <laughs> it kind of does. Because we already know that the other half that we need Sue is already in danger. So we just need to get one of them at least to begin this process, either yeah. way. Yeah. Well, and Vespertine's at least the only one right now currently not being held as far as, as far as we know. Yeah, hopefully. In that case, Valentine, I'm gonna need you to research as fast as you can. And the rest of us are gonna have to figure out a way to contact Noctis in the meantime. That's fine. Um, I can... I'm... I can get through the books quickly. Uh, uh, well, when you say that, he just looks around quickly. It's like, uh, Hubert, if you're not in... If you're not too busy, um, kind of really... Our new guest really needs your help and we're on a time crunch. Um, I can also contact Vespertine for you. I'll need to do that anyway. Okay. Alright. Alright, I guess that's the plan then. We get done here as quickly as possible. We take the time that Valentine needs to try to contact Noctis if that doesn't work out. We continue this with Vespertine and maybe Vespertine will be of some in that regard as well. And you can tell by his tone, if it wasn't obvious, he's basically made the decision of, he knows that, well, he at least assumes that your spell can only go one place. He's basically taking Lycar on his word and praying with everything in his goddamn soul that the Doctor managed to get Nayari to Academia, because he knows that they're on a time crunch and they need to go straight to Academia. So this is why he's going a bit anxious right now. All right. Are we wanting to cover that stuff next session, or yeah, probably yeah. Uh... Session here. So that's what? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>